Hello and welcome to episode 30 of the Real Talk podcast. I'm here with my beautiful co-host, as always, Cam, George and Tyler. We've got a pretty packed episode today. We've got a few reviews, including Dungeons and Dragons, Horror Among Thieves, Evil Dead Rises, Suzumi, George? Suzumi. Suzumi, and then also the Mandalorian episode as well. We've got some news, of course, some movie news, some comic book news, all that good stuff. Then we'll, of course, be going over what we've been watching throughout the week. And then we have a significant Others draft or a genres movie draft, which we've spoken about before. We'll be doing that at the end as well. Before we get into everything, none of this uptick in content production will be possible without a Patreon. This week's Patreon as well to ask us questions, obviously provide movies for us to review, ask whatever they want to. And also, we've got an active Discord and... and, um, in the Discord as well, which is which is very, very active at the minute, which we're talking a lot, and which is really, really great to see as well. If you want to check out our tiers, just hit the link in our bio. Have a look at our tiers, have a look at the benefits we can offer you. And we are actually soon going to hit a 1,000 ratings on Spotify. I think we're on about we're 940, 940. I think it is now. 940, okay, yeah. Um, still at a five-star, which is fantastic, and hitting 1,000 would be huge. We don't see many do that, especially when the, keeping the five-star rating as well. So massive appreciation for that. But before we go into everything, how is everyone this week? Tyler, how have you been doing? Yeah, I've been good. I was in uh, Boston this week for work, so nice to get out of the, the warm weather and experience some some spring. And I forgot how much I missed that, like the, just the crisp spring feeling like i think the days i was in boston is probably like 45 degrees fahrenheit but like you know perfectly sunny and like nice out like those nice like early spring days um so yeah it was fun uh, it sucked like because i traveled on tuesday there and thursday back and i crossed three time zones each way so like going back and forth three time zones in like a 48 hour period like definitely like was not good for the sleep schedule but i feel like i'm recovered at this point um but yeah Pretty pretty solid week all in all. Nothing really to complain about. Um, just been doing a lot of projects in the house this weekend, and and yeah, now here we are on Sunday with the with the real talk episode. So yeah, and now you you've become a impractical jokers <laughs> TikToker full time. Have you really? Has, man. Yeah, yeah. I've it. always been a huge fan of that show. I've just, I've just never made like a TikTok about them, but like I, I've always yeah, I've always been a big fan of the show. I've been like rewatching it Great a lot show. more lately. But show. yeah, probably for the past like I don't know five years or so, it's been like a constant rotation show for me. The result of your poll on Twitter of who's the best shocked me. I thought Sal would sweep. I knew I knew Sal would, or no, I knew Q would be last. So. Yeah, Q would definitely so, last. I, I thought his poll. I, I think I think Sal is Q's my favorite, which I was surprised he was the last, but whatever. It's okay. Q's I, not the fan favorite though. It's, yeah. it's Joe or it's Murr. Yeah, which I'm surprised. Cause I thought Murr is like I don't know. I think he's my least favorite by like a mile. Really? Yeah, I Murr, like Murr. Murr. Murr was at the John Wick premiere. He sat right behind me. Really? Yeah. yeah. That 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 poll order is how I would go. But I, but I'm a basic. Interesting. Bitch, so. I think well, I did a poll on Instagram stories and Twitter, and I'm pretty sure they have like pretty different results. So I thought that was pretty right. interesting too. Fair enough. Fair enough. But yeah, Cameron. How have you been this week? I know you've not had the best week, have you? Yeah, just long week. Uh, long week, long weekend. Um, are you guys not coffee guys? I feel like, I'm always coffee guys. Well, you're more middle of the day, but I feel like whenever we hop on these things, I'm, I'm the only guy. one that I'm the only one that's like got a nice cup of geo. Um, but yeah, I, I just I don't know. Long week. Just, I'll try to get some energy for this. I'm trying to be dad slash podcaster right now. Um, I'm letting Emma sleep a little bit. So my son's, pl- we got a new little playpen. It's awesome because then we can just leave him in there and he can't hurt himself. And so just sit there for hours, um, 
which we would never do. Obviously we would obviously <laughs> pick him up and play with him, but it does, it does help a lot for like making dinner and stuff can finally like put him somewhere and have him do that. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Good week. Go, go, go star Wars, I guess. Huh? <laughs> that's, that's all I got. Move on. How's your, how's your uh, star Wars watch through coming along? Where are you up to? Uh, I'm like, I'm four and a half seasons into the animated Clone Wars show. So, so I, the past week, this week I've killed uh, probably two seasons, you know, half, half of season two, half of season four, and then I killed all of season three. Can you, can you tell me when you start season seven? Because I'll watch it with you. Yeah, that's so good. Um, it's Season three is actually a lot better. I, I think the first four seasons are very okay, but season three is actually pretty good. Um, not blown away by season four, but we'll, we'll get to that. That's that's what I've been watching. So <laughs> you, you basically off the top of your head, like player. what percentage of like the Star Wars watch through would that be? Like where you are right now, just like a random number. It's two movies, yes. and I, that's definitely that. So that's the longest show. Yeah, easily um, by miles. Um, you what? You didn't watch Revenge of the Sith yet, right? You're watching. No, the we'll call films. we'll call it we'll call it twenty percent. So when when is this show set then? The show is set attack in between the... Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith. It's the oh. Clone Wars. There's like a there's like a five year time jump in between the two movies, and it's oh, like, okay. Yeah, yeah. And the and sorry, the worst part of the movies is that they're always like, "Oh, remember this time? I'd like to see that time because <laughs> that sounds wildly more interesting than your politics in these fucking movies." So the show helps, but I still don't think it saves the movies like a lot of people try to argue. It doesn't save the movies, but it's fine. It helps. Fair do, enough, fair do, enough. do you do you think the clone sorry to digress? Do you think the clone wars is better as a whole than the prequel and sequel trilogy? Like the Clone Wars show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a sequel defender other than the Rise of Skywalker. So I feel like I gotta say that's better because I do like the Force Awakens and The Last Jedi a lot. Okay. Um, but the prequels, yeah. Yeah, I take yeah. it over both trilogies. That's fair. Fair enough. Fair Good show. George, how's we been? I know you went to a was it a premiere? Was it like an early screening? It was like a it was labeled a special screening. Um so it was pretty cool. Yeah, it was uh, Makoto Shinkai's new movie Suzumi, which was pretty cool. I'll, I'll give my uh spoiler free thoughts a little bit later. And I I really cannot wait for, for you guys to watch it so we can dive a bit more into it. Um but my week's pretty good. It was my last week of uh of unemployment i start work tomorrow. wow was that your yeah. last week it's gone uh, so quick yeah three weeks blew by so start up on work tomorrow so i'll issue uh an apology to all my tiktok followers now the content is going to be dead for the next week or so um i'll try my you, hardest you've stayed yeah. active during this time then at least haven't you you've posted yeah I, I've, I've tried to post like once a day or twice a day in the last three weeks but even so i i should have made I should have batched up so many drafts and I just didn't, but it is what it is. Um, so yeah, work starts on Monday. Really excited to, to, to get back into like a routine. Um, but other than that, pretty good week. I've, I felt like shit all weekend, which kind of sucks. Terrible way to end my unemployment. So, As in physically or? No, I, I don't know. I, I think it's just like congestion and allergies, but I've never, um, been, yeah. I, I've never been hit this hard by congestion and allergies um so I, I don't really know but yeah other than that I, I had a pretty good week pretty calm week you know relaxing week fair enough fair enough as far as myself goes pretty good uh nothing really much going on this week obviously watched 
a fair few films. I haven't really done anything in particular. I obviously uh, missed out on going to the the Dragons and Den thing. Dragons and Den? Wait, what? Christ, man. Dungeons and Dragons, bro. Dungeons and Dragons. Dragons Den is like a TV show here, which is like Shark Tank. I think it is for you guys. Yeah, we have Shark Tank. Yeah, I, I watched an episode last night, so it must just be in my head. Um, had a really good week, though. Pretty, pretty sound. Uh, Anna was off work this week, so we got like some stuff done at home, which was quite nice. Uh, but yeah, I think other than that, we'll move on to the first, the big release this week, really, um, which of unfortunately only me and Tyler watched. George, I think you'll like it. I think you I, will. I think I will. It's so annoying because I, I came home um, Thursday night and theaters in New York City don't, and I don't know if it's the same around you, Tyler, in Arizona, but theaters around me don't start showing films until 3 p.m. But like the really? movies, yeah, but like the movies, oh. two hours. I had like my timing didn't line up. So I'm like, literally, if there was a showing at one or 2 p.m. somewhere, I would have been there and then. I came home for the weekend and just didn't want to go to the theater. Not even like major ones. None. None of the AMCs. My was like half 10 or something. It, on weekends, yeah. On weekends, it's all day. But weekdays doesn't no, start until like... 3. Really? So it's yeah, so my, the AMCs around here don't start until like 2 or 3 o'clock in the afternoon, which is weird. But my other theater chain I go to starts at like 10 a.m. So I usually go to that one. Yeah. like yeah, So annoying. Yeah. Um, obviously, me and Tyler watched it, though. Tyler. I'll, let's be honest, the hype going into this film wasn't high. Um, I think we can. Well, it wasn't, and that it was. Well, well, I mean, it, wasn't it wasn't until like screening when started. Got, when we first got right. the the original trailer and the the first batch of posters, Terrible. there was not many people who were excited. I, I think we can all say, you know, we can say shit like, "Don't judge a film by the poster, don't judge a film by the trailer, whatever." But we all were judging it. We said it on the podcast as well. It looks shit. It did. It looks cringy. It looked just. I've always said that like a mix of, of uh, like high fancy with, with comedy is, is really a really hard thing to, to accomplish. It's a, it's a recipe for disaster in most cases. However, I was really pleasantly surprised. I think you were too, but I'll, I, you watched it a while ago, did you not? Or like, yeah, I think I watched it like ago. two weeks ago at this point. But, weeks, okay. but yeah, I, yeah, I was pleasantly surprised. Um, like you said, like the posters, the trailers, and the, the cast as well was just something that didn't really inspire me to think this is going to be something exceptional. I feel like for me, like Chris Pine, especially since he's like, you know, the lead of this film, even though they're all kind of equal, but I'd say he's like the lead star. Uh, I've, I usually just find most of his films to be very middle of the road. I feel like he's a very just average actor in terms of like the projects he's in, at least. Um, but yeah, I was pleasantly surprised. I had a lot of fun with this. Uh, how do you pronounce it? Is it R- Reggie Jane Page? Re- Reg- Reggie Jane? Jean Page. Yeah, Reggie Jean Page. Yeah. He was yeah, probably right. my favorite performance in the movie. And then Justice Smith, surprisingly, which kind of surprised me because like, I saw Sharper, which came out just a couple weeks ago with him. And I, I just didn't, lo- I just haven't loved his performances in general for most things. But for this movie, at least, I thought Justice Smith might have been one of my favorite performances. I, I thought he was my really funny. Yeah, I thought really he was probably my, probably my favorite here. Um, the, the shapeshifter girl, like, I don't know, like just like a lot of those scenes her character was in, the way they used her was just like awesome. Um, yeah, just had a lot of fun with this. The set pieces were super cool. The fantasy elements were awesome. Uh, consistent laughs throughout a plot that I was engaged with. Nothing like completely blew me away, but there was nothing that was really bad about it. So I think I was just like consistently having a very, very fun time with this. And yeah, I walked away with a 3.5 out of 5 stars, which is everything I could have wanted and more from this movie. I couldn't have, couldn't have expected that going into it. So 
Uh, yeah, and I brought Riley with it as well, and she said that was like the, she's like it's been a long time because she, she goes to a decent amount of movies with me. She's like it's been a long time since I've like, gone to a movie with you that had like that much fun in the theater. So, fun movie, thumbs up for me. That's my quick thoughts on it. Yeah, I mean we can go into some spoilers, but it's not really. I, I, I didn't see it. Yeah, we always speak to that. Um, like I I had a, probably a little bit of a better time with you, but I'll, I'll give it a four out of five. This is the most I've laughed in a cinema in, in, in a good long while, Tyler. You know, the scene, for example, with the graves where they have to ask five questions. That is, is that do you like that? Damn it. That that was posed that so that wasn't a that was like in a trailer. And I didn't find that funny. Maybe the it was no it might it work funny. better when you watch it in the entire it was, movie. It's, I don't it's know. Probably this probably is the true. thing. The trailer, it it looks like this like whippy like uh what's happening comedy that you see in a lot of you know marvel projects stuff like that mm-hmm. but it's it's really not it's genuine yeah. that oh, to me it. was like i'm like this is just like a, a more well movie. i thought it's that fun. yeah but it, it's a lot okay. it's okay. it's um i don't know it's a lot more intelligent wrong, humor i think uh tyler and there was another scene as well which, when he was singing idiot. with the guitar uh I'm trying to think which one singing with the guitar and they like he was singing with the guitar and he was like, asking questions and they had to kind of slow him down and then it was like a it was like a clone of him mm. Yeah, made me howl. But I, I just think it was really fun, man. Like, I think I will say one negative for me was they tried to lean too hard into exposition of each character. When they introduced each character, they had to try and go into this massive backstory and like tell it to the viewer, which was kind of annoying at points. Um, but I would say, like, it was just fun seeing these weird characters after every like two seconds. You would go in after every minute and see a new character who was just a weird, wacky design. It kind of lent into the fact it was self aware. It was silly. It was ambitious. It was humor, and I will actually say, Tyler, the action sequences were good as well. I would agree. Uh, can't like, we have so a question? That... Yeah. Uh, do you think that like they went into that's me lifting my cat off? Do you? Th- I like I like to not see these movies because it's more fun when I get to ask these questions. Do you think they went into this exposition because they thought like Dungeons and Dragons, every character has like an absurd amount of lore, and they were like, well, we have to do that as well. I thought so, but then from people i spoke to who actually are players of it or have played it some of the stuff wasn't really necessary to the actual game itself okay. so i think i think they did for me anyway from what i've heard go too much in detail with the exposition on show um but i mean counter for that there was some re- I, like tyler said with the cast i wasn't mm-hmm. that excited by the cast no i think hugh grant was also really good i really liked his performance yeah uh, you're a big it, hugh grant guy i gotta assume right not really really mm. No, I, I don't really. I haven't really seen him in like a crazy amount. I think he's like. I just think he was. I think he served the purpose as like the villain. I was about to say then. I was about to say if you were a big Hugh Grant guy, you got to watch Loki because you're a big Loki guy and he's in it. But is he not? not? If, uh, yeah, I don't he is. I didn't if you're not, remember Hugh Grant in it. But um, he's yeah. in MCU. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, going back to what Cam was saying. So I don't know. Like, the, I I get what Seth was saying. There's a lot of exposition in the beginning, but even though this movie's called Dungeons and Dragons, I feel like. That just explained the fantasy setting. I don't know if I came away with this with any Dungeons and Dragons understanding or any more knowledge than I walked into it with. It's like, is like this, like if they made like a COD movie, but it's just war. And it's like, this is Call of Duty, but it's just war with the same character names. Is that like what this is? Yeah, like like the movie doesn't start with like four kids playing a game, a board game, and then they get like transported to this world. Like, which I thought like they might go down that route. Like a Zathura, like a Jumanji, like this is a game. It's like, Oh, it starts with like, okay, we're playing this campaign. Then boom, the campaign kicks off. But it's like, there's just a world we're in. It's just like, this is a real thing going on. I think apparently with Dungeons Dragons game, they have, it's like 
I relied on it's like a group game. And right. from what I've heard, the, the film basically relies a lot on kind of the friendship and camaraderie and like teamwork, right. which I guess is kind of, you know, in, in tune with the game in that regard. But I, I just, I, I found it like, I found a majority of the characters, 95% of them just so likable and just enjoyable to watch. And I, I think even though maybe the dialogue wasn't the best at times, I think it was just an enjoyable scene um, where you're getting these action sequences, which were surprisingly good. And I think the special effects were a lot better than I thought they were as well. I think the special effects, yeah, especially with the transformation sequences, Tyler, with the girl, I think they were really impressive. Mm -hmm. uh, no, totally really agree. impressive. Really enjoyable um, as well. And I, so I had a, a really good time. I think Anna, Anna went with me. She didn't like it as much as me. I think it's one of those that will either, it'll work for you or you'll, I know a few people who really didn't like it because it does rely heavily on comedy. If the comedy doesn't work for you, this film will not work for you because there is a joke every five minutes realistically and there is you know some it does pack a little bit of punch emotionally but i don't know about you at the end tyler i wasn't really that phased by the the final sequence uh no i it didn't really pull on my my heartstrings that much but i know a lot of people said like you know they came they laughed they cried they had a good time full emotional spectrum um I, yeah i agree with your, what you're saying with the the humor because i feel like there's a lot of like not to be like anti-mcu but i feel like there's some mcu projects where people are like Oh, it's really good, but there's a couple of jokes in there that really like take you out of the moment, or kind of just like wish you wish they didn't throw those jokes in. Whereas this is like, it's jokes in that same tone that the entire movie. So what you're getting in the first ten minutes is what you're going to be getting like the whole movie in terms of like kind of the tone and the elements you're going to be seeing. So it's not like anything will like kind of catch you off guard with comedy because it's kind of been like that the whole time. Um, at this if point, anything, we're like, probably be sorry, Tyler. Go on. Yeah, I was gonna say at this point we we're, we're talking spoilers. There's nothing like major to spoil, but it's like. Can can we just like talk about the some plot? Yeah, things? I don't, I don't care. Okay. Um, well, like, it won't, it won't you not see it, you not see it either, George. No, I didn't see it. No, so like, so yeah, just give me a thumbs up when you guys are done. Yeah, sounds good. And and I don't even think because at this point I saw it like two weeks ago and I really don't even remember like how the movie ends in terms of like there's not a big plot point resolution of some crazy thing. It's like the the campaign gets carried out. I think I really enjoyed with Hugh Grant's character how they did a callback or circle back to the whole trial with the jury and kind of brought that full circle. Um, those scenes are funny, yeah, especially the funny. first Chris Pine one when they broke out. The, and so, yeah. the, the seat, You know the bird who he flies out with you, pushes out the window? Yeah. It just looks absurdly stupid, don't you yeah. think, at the same time? Yeah, but and I don't I, know. It's fun. It was, oh, it was so fun. Like, stupid yeah. in a way which which was amusing. And I think, the, like, the, the, the outfit design, the costume design there was so funny. I like how, you know, the people on the, the jurors, whatever, and, and the court proceedings, they were all so different in looks. Mm -hmm. And it was just, like, it was really likable and funny. But yeah, I can't what we were saying, sorry. No, yeah, I was just saying, like, I, I think it was funny how they went full circle. I really enjoyed that first scene with Chris Pine where he's trying to get his freedom for for the crime he was brought into prison for, basically trying to get, like, an early exit from his from his sentence. And basically they're like... You know, they, they set him free, but he wasn't expecting them to set him free, so he breaks out before they even set him free. Um, but the only, like, spoiler I was going to say, which, again, like, literally doesn't spoil anything in the movie, but that Bradley Cooper cameo. <laughs> so yeah. funny and so There's out of nowhere. Bradley nowhere. Cooper cameo? Yeah, so out of nowhere. He plays, nowhere. Like, he plays in, like, an elf, like a, like a two-foot five. Not even an elf, like a, like a tiny... I don't even know what... I can't See, that's what... what those things are fun in, in, like, these kind of stupid movies, like, when they just throw a major actor into a silly well, I, role. I, I didn't actually that. know... I don't think anyone really knew it was in it. It really did catch me off guard, even though... I'm surprised I didn't hear about it on, like, film Twitter, you know, because a lot of people have already seen it, and I only sure. saw it yesterday. 
So I'm not even kidding. I'm making a, like, I, I was just going to make like a, f my favorite, five favorite comic book cameos. And it's only because like, I was thinking of the, the Brad Pitt cameo in Deadpool two, Seth, you haven't seen it, but he I just, he just, they're fly They're jumping out of a plane and there's an invisible man. That's his character is just like, he's an invisible person. So they're jumping out of a plane and then he just falls into like electrical wires and dies. And it's, yeah, just, a Brad, it's just a Brad Pitt cameo. So those are, those are just fun. To me. Like it, was, it was surprising. He's like <laughs> a two foot tall. I don't know what he is, Tyler, but he, his, he has, a, he's the ex of Michelle, uh, Rodriguez. Michelle Rodriguez, her character. Who's, who's obviously like, like jacked and a badass. And tall. Yeah. yeah. And he's and like two, literally too. two feet tall. And he's like sitting in that massive chair with his little legs. Yeah, they, they like shake hands. And yeah. He's like, and then his current girlfriend comes in, who's the same size as Michelle Rodriguez's character, mm -hmm. the same group, whatever. It's like a jacked big woman. Yeah, that was so funny. Um, yeah, yeah so I mean, even Michelle Rodriguez, though, like, just, as I mentioned, I thought the whole cast was, like, uninspiring going into it. Like, I was like, oh, I'm not going to expect Anton out of this. But, oh, man, I just, I really dislike her as an actress. I think she's really stinky. Uh, she was my least I... favorite performance in this movie. She was, like, her character, which kind of stinks that her character had so much to do in this movie. But I didn't love her performance. I watched the first two Fast and Furious movies last night. Don't love her performance in those. No, I don't think she's, she's ever good in the good. first one. No, I like I, uh, she, she's quite shit. I think I like I'm with you. I didn't mind her in this, but I will say, I said to Anna as soon as we left, I was like, she was, for me, easily the weakest of the cast. Definitely, like, definitely. Her line delivery, especially when it comes to some of the jokes, wasn't very good. And you, I think it's hard because... The cast was all surprisingly funny, especially. Uh, sorry, what was his name? The guy in Sharper. What was his name? Justice Smith. He was really funny. He had this kind of comedic wit, and he was hilarious. And I think Chris Pine was Chris Pine was great. I thought he was really good in this. I think I agree with you. Chris Pine is in a lot of kind of mediocre projects, but I think he's actually a really good actor. To be honest, yeah, who just that's exactly what I'd say. I'd say his projects were the greatest. But he's I was going to ask, like, where do we feel? What do we feel about Chris Pine? Because I, I think like... I think he's really good. I think he, it takes a lot to be able to do a dramatic role. And a comedic role. His comedic um, line delivery in this film was really good. I thought, really yeah, I good. Because like he's in "Don't Worry, Darling," where he's this like he was scumbag, yeah. just you know, guy. And then he's also in like "Wonder Woman," where he's this idiot, you know, boyfriend character. And then he's in this movie. He's in a lot of other projects like that, where he's just like the idiot guy. And he's funny. I like him a lot. I think for Chris Pine, he's a good actor, but he's just a blockbuster guy. He loves the blockbuster Star Trek, Wonder Woman, anything that's going to be a big budget, throw Chris Pine into it. And I think for the most part, that's usually why it's like, eh, he was a, it was a fine movie, but you know. And then my, and then my last question is how much honor was among these thieves? Like, was there a there good was amount a lot of honor? honor. Yeah, there, there was, was a lot, lot of dishonor at first as well. There was really? some dishonor. There was that's what it's built on. It's built on dishonor. But it gets they're honorable. Thieves. They're thieves. So you but know, it does get honorable. It does okay. get honorable. Okay. I like that. Um, but yeah, we don't have to go into too much with it. I give it a four out of five. Tyler gave it a sorry three point five. What did you give out, Sam? Yeah, uh, six point six out of ten. Three point five stars, and easily I'd say the best like positive surprise so far of the year in terms of just like low expectations turning into like a very good experience. Yeah, I mean, it's currently sat at 3.7 on Lightbox, which is so much higher than I was expecting originally. So much higher. Mm -hmm. um, but we'll leave it there. I think you definitely recommend it, watching it if you can. But if you, you know, it relies heavily on the comedy, decide that we will, but it's definitely better than what it looked like off initial impressions. George, I want to take it to you because obviously you got a chance to see an early screening of Suzumi, which was directed by Makoto Shinkai. Who directed Your Name and Weathering with You. Yes, and we do love your name. 
I haven't seen whether or not your name. And I do urge before I get into my to my review, I, I do urge everyone, including you guys, if you haven't seen your name or weathering with you, I think you should definitely check these out before watching Suzumi. Um, because like I said in my letterbox review, this feels like Makoto Shinkai's like Magnus Opum. This feels like it feels like Robert Eggers Nosferatu, where it's like the film that these filmmakers are just building to, like everything they've learned along their journey, everything they've done throughout their movies, they're just bringing it all together into one movie and that's what this thing was um i'll obviously keep it spoiler free the movie comes out april 14th in the u.s seth i'm not sure when it comes out in the UK. i think it's the same here i think it might be i think there might be a screen i can watch next week actually yeah you should, I, I think you'll love this movie I, I i think it's it's a really it's a really beautiful dissection of of man's relationship with nature as well as um the the lasting heartbreak of the uh great east japan earthquake which Again, I said this in my letterbox review. If you guys aren't familiar with the Great East Japan Earthquake, I urge you to just read up on it. Um, I had a little bit of knowledge going into it because I studied the uh, political and the economic heartbreak of it in college, but I never really went into um, you know, the social aspect of it and what it did to families. Um, and, and this movie was really heartbreaking in that sense and um, obviously keeping everything spoiler-free, but this, this our main character, Suzumi, just, just goes on this absolutely heroic journey um to 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 save uh her psyche to save her her land her family her friendship there's a lot of deep themes in this movie about tragedy and loss and trauma um and also the importance of friendship and family i think the score bangs and obviously if you've seen your name you know that makoto shinkai does a really good job with um collaborating with composers and really putting together it feels like Hans Zimmer with Dune it's like he does such a good job at elevating this movie just because he brings it to life with the the, the powerful music that he uses um and then it's Makoto Shinkai so you're obviously going to get a lot of beautiful landscape shots a lot of um it, it's interesting with with this movie and Shinkai because anime has obviously historically been a 2D medium and I think there's a small transition where they're trying to move more towards 3D medium, the way you know Disney Pixar DreamWorks yeah. are. And I think this movie is the first anime film of late that I've seen where I'm like, okay, he's really trying. Like he's really trying to push that 3D uh, barrier. And, and I really enjoyed it. I think it brought this movie to life in ways I didn't expect. Um, so overall, and I'll, I'll end it there just because I'm going to keep it spoiler free. I cannot wait for you to watch it, Seth, so that we can like really talk about it because I, I think you're going to love it. Um, yeah. I'll watch. I'll watch um, Weathering with you first because I haven't seen that yet. But I'm yeah. assuming, I'm assuming it's going to be like this visually striking animation, such as your name. Yeah, exactly. I I don't think the the story in Weathering with you is as strong as your name, but I still give it a four out of five. I think it's still it's a really solid film um i still rank your name above suzumi your name is obviously in my top 10 animated films ever yeah, but amazing yeah but suzumi i still think it's amazing it's my number two of the year behind john wick so i is that 4.5 then 4.5 i what's your number one of the year right now hmm i, I don't know i have i have creed john wick and dungeon dragons are four yeah i'd probably I, say john wick creed dungeon dragons top okay. three I'd imagine this was going to be your number one, unless you see something between this time. Um, but yeah, the, the event was also really cool. It was at the Museum of the uh, Moving Image in Brooklyn. Uh, sorry, in Astoria, Queens. 
Uh, Makoto Shinkai was there. He talked, which was really cool to hear him speak about, you know, his journey making this movie and how it kind of follows up your name and weathering with you stylistically. So overall, uh, amazing movie. It's my number two of the year. It's in my top 20 animated films of all time, which might seem a little too soon, but that's how much I fucking love this thing. I'm excited for it. Um, I got a chance to watch Evil Dead Rise, which I believe comes out, George, two weeks. I don't actually know. I think it's two weeks. I, I, I'm, I feel like it's the end of April, actually. Maybe it's the end of April. Yeah, like the 20... April 21st. Okay, 21st. Okay, so yeah, I got a chance to watch that this weekend. Uh, <laughs> it's Evil Dead. It is Evil Dead. It's It's absurdly violent. It's brutal, it's disgusting, it's obscene, it's... um. I will say, it does take a while to get going with this one. Um, Probably longer than the Evil Dead remake, which I know you watched recently. Yeah. But it's just, once it gets going, like at the like 45, 50 minute mark, it's just an onslaught of sadistic carnage. There is there is some sequences which are just obscene like this. I'm sure you've heard of this, the cheese grater scene, yeah. whatever crazy i it's it they, they just seem to step it up a notch every single time and then it was weird because i was like an hour in and i was like okay there's been there's been a few moments which are evil dead like you know what i mean with the these 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 things but there's nothing that's really took me away you know um to the level of 2013 because i think that was also yeah, disgusting. that movie is fucked yeah and then and then it hits the last 25 minutes and i'm like jesus this is fucking horrible it really gets to a point where it's like all over the place, and I, so I give it three point five out of five. I think it was it's just ahead of the two thousand thirteen one for me. So I think it's a little bit better in my opinion. Yeah. Um, still, still below the, the original three, but again, they're five films into this franchise now, and in my opinion, they haven't done a bad film. So this is really, really impressive how they keep making. Obviously, Sam Raimi produced it, um, so he clearly hired a uh, capable writer and director. I think it's a good spin-off, and I think it's exciting. I think. If you're if you're an Evil Dead fan, there is no doubt in my mind you'll enjoy this. It's just obscene. Um, Sam, Sam Raimi producing it was so like imperative to like my wanting to see this movie because like obviously I adore the original trilogy, um, and you know a lot of times they're gonna remake these movies and you know, uh, Alien Covenant for example, like James Cameron doesn't like Alien Covenant and he had no say in that movie. Um, so this is what did you not like Alien Covenant? I like Alien Covenant. I'm saying James Cameron did. Oh yeah, okay. He didn't like what Ridley Scott really did with it, um, and it's just having Sam Raimi's name attached to this means that he has confidence in this because I don't think Sam Raimi would have ever produced this movie and put money into it if he didn't have the utmost faith that this was gonna, yeah. you know, take care of the lore and really move this franchise forward in a way that it should have been moved forward. So that's why I'm really excited about it. Um, it's also I I think I texted you. I was like. As long as it's gross and disgusting, I'll be chilling. And you're like, yeah, you'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, like this is the thing. It's it's not gonna. There is. It does try. I would say a little bit more in terms of going into. Um, there is like a story of motherhood there. Yeah. Um, and it does. It does. It does lean on it quite a bit. And there is some good sequences. I do wish maybe it leaned on a little bit more. But again, you're watching an Evil Dead movie for for this exactly this, and that is exactly what you're gonna yeah. get from it. Um, I give it three point five out of five. It's sitting at three point nine right now. Obviously, take that with a pinch of salt because a lot of people who watch that will have gone to the premiere and stuff. Yeah. Um, obviously got an early screening, and I will say my early screening was on a laptop with a watermark on it as well. And I still gave it a three point five. So maybe, yeah, that was so that <laughs> in the cinema. It might even go higher because if you're watching this in the cinema, George, 
it's fucked. Like it's really. I will be. Yeah. Um, Yo, Tyler. Yo. Are, are you are you going to see it? <laughs> yeah, I don't. Not, I, I will say I, it's not scary. Well, the trailer makes it look terrifying, like with capital yeah. Terry. Like, no, yeah. is, is this? How, what would you say on a scale of one to ten? Scary level. I would say. Or compare it to another horror movie yeah, that you know I'll, I've I'll seen. I'll compare it to like. I can't compare it to an Evil Dead because you haven't seen any. So. I'll compare I don't it to know like, if I'm making it to any of those either. I just, I, I'm really, no, Evil Dead's comedy, man. Like, it's, yeah, yeah I Dead think I'll definitely get to the Evil Dead movies, but this one looked like a different breed. No, it's so bear in mind again, I watched it on a laptop, which is which does take you out of it a little bit. I would say there's a few p- moments which are creepy. Like, we've seen the scenes in the trailer when she's like, you know, she's looking through the peephole and stuff like that. Mm, yeah, that's and, like, the bathtub and so the like. The fucking TikTok ad that this movie has is just the mom like trying to get in the door or whatever, and and the ad starts right when you open the app, so it just opens the app, and I'm like, whoa, it's a jump scare right it's, away. It's not honestly. I didn't think it was. I, I will like seriously. If I compare it to like Hereditary or The Conjuring, it's nowhere near. It really, really? It, it, it's creepy at the start, and she is a bit weird, and it does take a bit to get used to. But it, it, by the last forty minutes, it just becomes comedic how absurd it, it is to the point where you're past the point of scared is it gross it's an evil dead film yeah. i've never seen an evil dead oh it's film. No grotesque it's no. it's like i don't like that it's disgusting it's one of the worst ones i've seen in the past few years it's i know in an, i know in an ideal world the answer is yes but would you say you have to see all the evil deads before watching this no it's not related okay i would i would because i think so i think there's five films right. in the franchise Everyone is good, and the first three, especially, I think, are really yeah. good. So I think what I think I would recommend anyone to watch them, just so you're kind of used to the universe, because it is quite comedic and stupid and grotesque. But if you if you're saying do you need to, you definitely don't, because it's completely it's, it's, it's a lore. Like you need to just yeah. understand the lore, but like it's not like there's characters from the original trilogy that you're going to continue following. If you, I mean, if you really wanted to, you could just watch the 2013 reboot. Yeah, but I'd recommend if you're going to watch one, I'd recommend watching the OG yeah. and then watching this one. Is this and your least the... favorite Evil Dead movie? Even though you're generally positive on it, but does it fall on your? No, no it doesn't. Okay. So this one is a three point five. Uh, the one, the 2013 reboot is a three. Really? The, yeah. Army of Darkness is at a four. Evil Dead Two is at a four, and Evil Dead One is at a four point five. So it's they're all. Yeah, they're all really high. Um, but we'll move go, on. Anyway, Evil Dead Two is my four and a half, and then Evil Dead and Army of Darkness are fours. The first two are really close. Evil yeah, Dead and Evil Dead are very close. Yeah, it depends what you like more the horror, the horror, or the the comedy. Because in Evil Dead Two, it's very comedy specific. Isn't it? Yeah. Um, we'll move on to Mandalorian. George, come. Did you watch it this week? Episode five. Damn, George. George is out. I'm I'm slacking. I'm I'm like slacking. three episodes behind right now. I'm yeah. slacking big time. Um, this, this to me was the best episode of the season. I think most people agree with it. It's very action packed. So, I mean, that's pretty obvious that that's what people are, is, people is going, are, people are going to like. God. Um, it's a good episode. I like, I necessarily want to talk too in depth with it if no one else watched it. Um, I don't think, I don't think Tyler or Seth are ever going to watch it. So, it's not like that. Probably not. Um, I should say, I, I forgot to mention last week, shout out Ahmed Best. He got brought back last week's episode. Completely snubbed over him. So that that's that's my bad. And I, I figured you, you were just like saving that for like, since George hadn't seen it yet. No, no, no. It, it's all. I was giving you the benefit of the doubt. I, no, I just forgot and I felt bad. Um, so shout out him. 
it's all over Twitter. I gotta assume George. I, I got that it. spoiled like crazy yeah. immediately. Yeah, I mean he's just good for him. Yeah, dude's got like brought to the brink of almost like taking his own life because he just got bullied out of the Star Wars universe. And then you know, obviously, how many people he, got? Wait, who came back? I'm at best. He, he he plays Jar Jar Binks. Oh, in the prequels. Wow. Um, but he but he's not Jar Jar Binks at all. No, nah, he he's brought back as a he's the Jedi that like saves Grogu during Order sixty six. So um good for him yeah gets brought back as a character people will probably like um probably won't be in you know much more star wars but i'm happy that he got some sort of closure last week this week like i said good episode lots of action um just get to see the mandalorians ball out people are like upset that like bo katan is getting a lot of um a lot of screen time good she's awesome and katie sackoff is awesome um and I, I don't know. I feel like I feel like three seasons in, you know, the Mandalorian, you can explore other other characters in this universe. And that's OK. Um, yeah, th- this is this is where like the season also, Tyler, like I know Tyler's big anti like episode, maybe not anti, but not a fan of just like the one episode feel. This is where the season starts taking its turn to like the overarching story. I think there is a lot of stuff that has been building up, but it's a little bit more subtle and it's not always like right in your face. Um it's a good episode. Good, yeah. I, I'm a, I'm a big fan of the show. Obviously, um, don't have really a ton to say. I, would... I have a I have a question about Mandalorian. It's it's more of an observation, mm-hmm. I guess, from what I've been seeing because I I follow a decent amount of people that are watching season three. I also listen to a couple other podcasts that aren't like movie related, but just like tangentially, they also watch that show and talk about it. Mm-hmm. I've I've heard a lot of Star Wars fans say like all the stuff you've been saying like some of the best star wars we've seen a lot of uh, pretty much all of them are Mm -hmm. unanimously saying that season three is great i've been seeing pretty unanimously as well from people who aren't like huge star wars fans but like we're fans of the show aren't loving the season so yeah does that make sense to you that like for true fans like are loving it but like more casual fans might be this kind of might be start where they fall off the series not follow along as much I think most people are kind of on the like this is the worst of the three seasons. I, I think you know that I'll do an I'll do a season ranking probably after like the whole season's out. You know, obviously we haven't gotten the whole thing. Um, in my opinion, in my opinion, non like full on Star Wars fans just want lightsabers and just want duel of fates every episode um i i personally i personally like that this show doesn't have lightsabers obviously it did when it was doing order 66 but it, it doesn't need lightsaber. the the mandalorian like through the first three seasons has some of the best dog fighting like just star star pilot fighting we've seen in star wars and that's one of my favorite parts of it um, and it doesn't need to call back to everything. I, I say it time and time again. The most annoying thing to me about Rogue One is when they're shipping off uh, a bunch of the a bunch of the fighter jets and, and they pan over to R two D two and C three PO because it's just like a hey, f- look who it is! It's Star Wars, everyone. Here's here's Star Wars. In case you didn't understand, um, I, I, this has a ton of callbacks and it and it gets into a lot of the Republic and and stuff but it doesn't have to do the, hey, look, we're in Star Wars, even though it kind of does because it pulls back to Order 66, which is just like Dave Filoni's favorite fucking thing ever. He he can't get enough of that. But um, my, my my personal opinion is is Star Wars. Star Wars fans like lightsabers and, and that's what they like. Um, I, I mean, I like that, too, but I, I think I think there's a lot more lore than just lightsabers and stuff in this in this universe that's ever expanding 
Just That's my exactly opinion. why Andor was so polarizing because on one end you have like I think me and you who can respect the lack of lightsabers and the lack of like mm. Star Wars callbacks and references and just enjoy this little story that they're bringing from the Star Wars universe. And then on the other hand, you have people who, again, just want Duel of the Fates and just want lightsabers. And they're mm. like, well, why should we care about this little rogue revolutionary or something? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. yeah and yeah, I agree with that. And I think I think even, like Mandal- the Mandalorian has way more like like Star Wars eatiness to it than Andor did. Um yeah. and so I think it's almost like like if you said, you know, Revenge of the Sith is maximum Star Wars and Andor is minimum Star Wars, I think when you get into that like gray area of like kind of Star Wars, people get people get upset about it. Um because they're they're to the point where they're like kind of showing lightsabers. They'll show a little bit here and there or they'll give you the dark saber. Um but they won't do it all the time. So I think that kind of his people off a little bit and and it's not like the fastest moving show so i i understand people aren't like huge fans of it but i don't know i think i think week in week out it delivers on a it delivers on its costume design it delivers on its script it delivers on its um uh like character development it delivers on its set pieces just things like that i i think it delivers in in all the places that star wars normally succeeds and um you're either gonna like it or you're not going to in my opinion Fair enough. Fair enough. Yep. Quick one before we go into trailers. If you are enjoying this episode so far, make sure you hit that like button on YouTube. If you're on Spotify, Apple, give us a rating. Like I said before, we're nearly on a thousand on Spotify. And we want to get up there on Apple as well because Yeah, Apple Apple kinda kinda How low. many do we have oh, on Apple? I'm on Apple. It's like ninety-three. Go go to go to Apple, people. To I'm Apple. on Apple. I rate it every time I can, but I, I'm pretty sure none of them count because I've rated it probably like you've rated times. It already. I've rated it like a hundred <laughs> times and it doesn't it does it's not uh, but it really just helps us out and it obviously boosts us up and we are, you know, reaching to get in those ratings, especially on Spotify. Uh, but Pam, do you want to do your little theme tune? Uh, hey, 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 it's trailer time. Thank you very much. Yeah, Biggest trailer we got this week was for <laughs> Wes Anderson's Asteroid City. Now, George, opinions, what do you think? Uh this is the most Wes Anderson, Wes Anderson. Anderson-y trailer I've ever seen in my entire life. Um, I'm very excited. I, I know this is a hot take, but I think The French Dispatch is his best film. So I think he's coming off hot. Um, and I'm really excited. He's obviously working with another stellar cast, a couple of newbies to his filmography, which I'm excited to see him work with. Um, it looks like a very... Uh, weird mix of comedy of Wes Anderson comedy and Wes Anderson science fiction, which I'm curious to see how those two are going to mesh together because like Wes Anderson's comedy is like, it's very unique. It can be dry at times. It may not get like the little, like a massive ha ha out of you, but it'll get you to like do a little, like, like a nose thing. Um, And then I don't, I don't know how Wes Anderson's science fiction is going to go. So, I'm curious to see how those two are going to coexist together, but I'm very excited. Uh, again, it just looks very Wes Anderson-y. You either like his filmography or you don't. When I posted my trailer reaction on TikTok, every other comment was, I just don't like Wes Anderson filmography. Every other comment was, I love Wes Anderson yeah. filmography. So it, it's it, it, he's hit or miss for you. For me, it's it's a hit. 
Um, I, I love what he does. I love the French Dispatch, Grand Budapest, Isle of Dogs, Fantastic Mr. Fox. So I'm excited. I'm very excited. It's one of my most anticipated movies of the year. Yeah. I think it's, it's, if you love Wes Anderson's filmography, you'll probably end up loving this. If you don't like his style, you probably won't like this because it, it looks like that. Any more thoughts, Tyler? Cam? Yeah, it's just like maximalist Wes Anderson at this point. The cast is pretty stellar. We didn't see a lot of them in the trailer. A lot of people are theorizing that they're going to be like the aliens that come to the town of Asteroid City, like Margot Robbie and the other people Margot we haven't Boy, seen yeah. yet. Uh, Jeff Goldblum, all being aliens. Um, but yeah, it looks it looks like something I'm really going to like. I'd be, I'm going to be, like I'm going to call it right now, I'm going to be surprised if I love it. Like if I drop a 4.5 or a 5 out of 5, I'll be pretty surprised. Um, but I'm expecting it to be like very much like 3.5, 4 out of 5. It's again like you're saying. It's if you don't like Wes Anderson, you're gonna hate this movie because this looks like the most like breaking the gauge, like off the chain Wes Anderson in terms of his style and how he goes about making a movie with his crazy ensemble cast and wacky ideas for a plot. Um, but yeah, looks fun. We still don't know a ton about, about what it's about, which I enjoy. Like it was a very like it was a, quite a long trailer. Like when I was when I was watching, I was like, damn, there's still a lot more left to this. But yeah. still, I don't feel like it gave away much of what's gonna be going down in this movie. So. A plus trailer on that front to get you excited and show you what it's kind of a little bit about without spoiling too much. But, but yeah, I'm excited for it. I'd be surprised if I absolutely love it, but I think it'll be very good. Does a uh, I don't know much about his budgets, and I think he does. Does he always have like, considering the ensemble cast and the set design, is or his budget's always quite low? Because it did surprise me to hear that the budget for this film is like twenty million, I think, which for the cast is is like, you know, you've got some huge names in this cast. It did surprise me. It, yeah, it, I think people just always take pay cuts to work with them. Yeah. I think he gets the, the French, same people, doesn't he? That's yeah, French, the budget for the French Dispatch was $25 million. Interesting. Okay. It's clearly uh, that people just trust him, don't they, in the work, and they're just happy to work with him again. That's the thing, isn't it? Yeah, $25 million for the Grand Budapest Hotel. Yeah, I feel like oh. he's just, at this point, just one of those names that, like, people want to take on a Wes Anderson movie. It's unique. It's different. It's going to push, like... The way they act and how they change up their personas. So he does a lot of model work too, which is very yeah, his model work very is cheap comparatively to like you know obviously CGI or building an entire set. He's a big model work model guy, work. so I think that's pretty easy for him. Um, I do want to say I don't know what the fuck is going on in this trailer. This trailer <laughs> basically tells you nothing. Um, that's a good thing. That's and, a good thing. No, that's a very good thing. I just I don't know what the fuck's going on and. <laughs> it looks like the entire thing was drawn with like a pastel marker or, or crayon or whatever. That's you Anderson, it. baby. That's what yeah, it's, and it's a, fantastic. I'm really excited for it. I got a question for you guys. Do you think there are filmmakers out there? And my answer is yes, because I'm going to say Christopher Nolan and I'm going to say Wes Anderson. Do you think there are filmmakers out there that could say, I have a movie dropping on this day. Never release a poster, never release a trailer, and will still sell out theaters. Yes. Do you think any filmmaker working today has that like pull? Because I truly think if the Russo brothers just said Avengers Endgame 7, 14, 2019, it still would have become the highest grossing movie of all time. Yeah, I don't know. Christopher Nolan's definitely one of them. Obviously, we've seen it's Steven Spielberg's not one of them because like the Fablemans didn't do great. Yeah. Um, Is this a. Mm, I, I'd say like, like do you I'm think thinking? Dune would have that Dune 2 do you think it would have no. that pull like if Denis two, didn't maybe. release a trailer or a poster do you think it would have that pull hmm. honestly I'm not <laughs> even trying to be like major film bro here but for me personally I think Christopher Nolan might be the only director who I can confidently say I, would sell I, out a theater I think no Wes Anderson marketing. Wes Anderson has a 
huge yeah. following. I, yeah, by I, film, I by film fans though, but no casual person likes Wes Anderson. I they do. On a load, people like Wes Anderson. Well, like I worked at, maybe it's because like Grand Budapest Hotel more so put him on the map. But when I worked at a movie theater and that movie came out, that that was crickets. No one was going to see that. Really? Oh yeah. But, okay. but again, that's like maybe nine now, years ago at this because point. Because of Grand Budapest, because of like the films that have come out the last few years, maybe it is film. But I just think Wes Anderson has this massive cult following that will just follow everything he does. Maybe know. it's a small percentage. Like but... I don't, I don't even think Scorsese could do that today. It depends on. Well, we'll get onto it because. It, yeah, yeah, we'll get. It depends on the Scorsese film. I don't know, man. Like, I think it also, you know, when you say that nothing is released, are the cast released as well? Because I think that makes a difference. You know what I mean? No, no cast. I don't know if any of the right does though. I think I, honestly, Tarantino would. I think, I think Tarantino, Tarantino would. would. Yeah, yeah. If he would now it. because it's his last film potentially. Do you know like, what I mean? truly think if Christopher Nolan just said, "Yo, I got a movie dropping on this day," didn't even give us a title, people would still be in the theater. Just for Probably, sheer anticipation yeah. on like what Probably. it would be, yeah. maybe more so because and of the fact yeah. that no one <laughs> right. And I wouldn't say like Martin Scorsese falls under that because I feel like his filmography is quite diverse, so you wouldn't yeah. really know what you're getting. Whereas Christopher Nolan, you know, it's going to be crazy action visual set epic. pieces, visual yeah. epic, something you need yeah. to see in theaters. So, but yeah, interesting question. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, next trailer we got was for a film. I'm not sure if you guys, any, any of you watched the trailer, but it's the Shooting Stars film. Did you watch the trailer at all, Tyler? Yeah, this is like LeBron James. I, this dude like has so many movies and TV shows was, made about yeah, it at this point. Like it seems like basically he's like, because he was in a house party this year. He was in, you know, obviously the new uh, Space Jam the other year. I feel like he's made a couple of cameos in other movies before. And I don't know. It's like, is this, this seemed like it's kind of more through his mouth. So it's kind of like him giving himself his own narrative. Um, seems like basically a documentary style ish of his come up from, well, it's like reenacted with actors because like Caleb McLaughlin's in it. But yeah. it seems like it's, you know, supposed to be more true life events as opposed to like House Party, where it's like a comedy fiction and Space Jam. But uh, yeah, it seems like it's about like his high school days and him coming up from being. You know the the most anticipated college or high school basketball athlete to now being the arguably the greatest basketball player of all time. So you know I don't know. I'm not gonna watch it. Doesn't look at something like that'll interest me. But NBA fans, I'm sure, will enjoy if they are not LeBron haters. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. George, do you watch it? I did not. No. Yeah, I'm gonna lie. I'm hosting this episode. I didn't even. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We also got a trailer for. I don't know if you guys watched this, but. The opening reviews haven't been that good. Master Gardener with Sigourney Weaver and Joel Edgerton. This is obviously directed by Paul Schrader, who wrote Taxi Driver, who wrote Raging Bull, who directed First Reformed. Mm -hmm. This guy's a a very reputable, like he's written so many incredible screenplays. But the opening reviews, I think it premiered at a film festival maybe late last year, haven't been great, to be honest. I think it sat like a three on Letterboxd, which early is not amazing, considering it's this kind of... Thriller crime. Um, did you guys? Uh, did either of you watch this solo trailer? I checked it out. Yes. What yeah, you, you can think? go ahead, George. Well, I mean, first to touch on like your Paul Schrader. Like, I'm looking through his credits right now, and outside of everything you just named, I don't really know this dude's filmography. Like, I He's, knew, I knew he the, wrote Raging Bull and Taxi Driver. I knew he was a producer on them, and then did, obviously uh, the Last first reform. Yeah, Last Temptation of Christ. But, like everything else. Like, well, he man, did. Filmography is lost on me. I really gotta. Yeah, get same on as me. This. I, I was actually gonna say this because he did. He's done like a lot of films. He directed a lot of films. That I so he did a film, George. You probably see it. Um, Mishima: A Life in Four Chapters. 
I have been recommended that. It's the third one on his letterbox. It says directed on the third one. The Shima okay. Life Forecasted. I have recommended that. It's got a 4.3 on uh, Letterbox. I've recommended that so much. Apparently, it's like a generation film, just incredible. Yeah. Uh, he also did one called Blue Collar as well, which meant really good. But I, I, honestly, I haven't seen that much of his filmography. I've yeah, only seen two of his directed films, which is surprising, to be honest. Yeah. Um, like, he clearly knows what he's doing in the industry anyway, so I maybe would expect a little bit more, yeah. but saying that, I don't know. Um, yeah, but I, I don't know. The, the trailer didn't blow me away. It kind of reminded me they, of... What, what was that movie that brendan fraser was in like that crime uh oh um no well. sudden move or no sudden something oh i know what you mean yeah carry on I'll get okay it. but anyways it, it kind of reminds me of that where it's gonna be like it's gonna be this slow burn crime no thriller move. yeah no sudden move um it's gonna be the slow burn crime thriller it's gonna either like it's this the screenplay is gonna be the most important thing here because the movie itself is gonna be boring as fuck so it depends on how much the screenplay can lock me in. And I don't know. The, the trailer didn't really sell it to me. I, I don't typically love those types of movies, um, even though I did just love Blowout. <laughs> um, oh, yes. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I was I was not thoroughly intrigued by this. Yes. I'm upset on Mastergarner as George. Like, this is the type of movie I love, like, slow burn thriller, thrillers. And I actually was, like, I actually was excited about this from the trailer. But uh, after hearing the early reviews, it doesn't sound like it's yeah, going to be the greatest. I'll, I'll still watch it. But, but yeah, obviously, Paul Schrader's proven before that he's got, he's worthy enough to get my attention and then some. So did, I'll did watch you, it. I was excited by it. But, oh, well. I guess it's not. Do you guys like Joel Edgerton? Do not so. I think he's really good. I do. Yeah, I, I really mm -hmm. like him. Yeah, I, thought, I think that's really why good. I was excited for this. I thought like it looked like a role he could yeah. nail. I think he's really good in The Gift, which I don't like. Not that many people like. Just I really watched like, that like the other month. Very good. No, The Gift. The Gift is the movie that everyone. I I think people overhype The Gift. It's got like a three point three on Letterboxd. Okay, I just I I'm talking more like people, and I'm sure I've done this before. I, I film underrated film thrillers people. that you've never seen. The gift. That's really. That's, that's I never seen. Yeah, I think it okay, is. Maybe like film, maybe film people then. I, on the well, yeah, I've got it at four. It's got like a three point three on level. I think I have it at a four as well. Yeah, it's not, I realize you're. Maybe I'm. Camera's at a four and a half. Yeah, maybe I'm oh. overhyping it. I think it's a good movie. I think I think. What's what do I have it at? Maybe well, I'm. Uh, speaking, speaking of, uh, sorry to completely change the conversation, but I swear to God. We we talked about the the yeah, quote 86. from Game Night the other day, where uh, Meth Damon is like, "I just can't be profitable for Frito Lay's." I've mm -hmm. seen that meme, that quote come up on Twitter. I, I like saw the four times hour. a day. I saw that literally. Before. That was a good. That was a good. It's video because he. Me. I didn't um, know that he directed Dungeons and Dragons. I didn't know that. Same director as Game. Oh Night. really. Oh, yeah, oh really. I thought you meant. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I thought you were talking about Jesse Clemens. Yeah, Jesse the director. I was like, assuming, what? I'm assuming that's why it's cool. Why do you call him Meth Damon? Is that like his? That's a common nickname for him. Yeah, really? Because he looks like know. a fat version of Matt Damon. He looks like. Yeah. Well, have you seen the Black Mirror episode? Who are you calling Meth Damon? Jesse Clemens. Jesse Plemons. Meth Damon. Because he looks like Matt Damon. I kind of get it. To be fair, I don't know if that's true. Well, it, start, know, it started from Black Mirror's episode oh, USS Callister because he does look like a disheveled piece of shit in that movie, in that uh, episode. Yeah, I need to but, watch that. Let's watch that. Yeah, I overhype it. I overhype the gift. All right, never mind. I take it back. <laughs> I love that movie. It's I, a dare you, bro. I love I dare it too. You. Don't worry. Oh, oh god, it's a nice B movie.
We got a final season, final season trailer for Barry. I haven't seen it, George. I think you really like it. Do you like it? I don't watch it. I'm thinking of the Bear, aren't I? I yeah, watched the, the I watched the first season of Barry, but Cam, have you seen any Barry? No, I think I people re- like it though. People yeah, love. Apparently, Bill Hader is just amazing. There, I, I kind of wanted to watch. People love that shit. I don't know. I feel like it's similar um, to like a Better Call Saul in terms of its trajectory, where it started off and people were like, "This yeah, is very maybe. good," and then each season that's come out, they're like, "This is great. This is amazing. This is like one of the greatest complete shows." Um, I think yeah, I really enjoyed it. I just didn't stick with it. What's se- what season just is coming out? The final one, four? which is four, I believe. Four, yes, yeah, the final four, season four. four yeah. Uh, um, maybe I'll watch it. I, I actually I have kind of interested it. by it, but yeah, we got a trailer for Elemental. Don't no, no, it. no. Yeah, no. Don't do that. No, don't, don't do that. Do like that. <laughs> what? What's Skip your rundown? One. Yeah. What's your rundown say next? Do we really want to speak about trolls band <laughs> yeah. together? Ever? Well, now we do. Okay, so that wasn't a typo. It's together, ever. It's just together. Okay. Yeah, it's just together. It's not together. Or uh, my niece loves the trolls movie. She can't get enough trolls, man. Um, and Are you gonna go and watch it? I hate them. I'm not a trolls guy. Uh, I don't actually know if I've ever logged them because I don't think I've ever sat down and watched the trolls movies. But I've seen, I, I I've seen them a hundred times. But it's it's just watching them with my niece or like walking in while she's watching them. Can't can't stand them. I don't not know what they are. <laughs> not a trolls guy. They're trolls, bro. They're just oh. trolls. They're just trolls being they're trolls. They're trolls. they're they're the. Uh, Anna Kendrick plays like the main troll, and uh, my niece loves Justin the Timberlake. Uh, uh, what song is it? It's not gonna, it's fuck. There's an Anna Kendrick song that's like, Hey, I'm not giving up today. And and my niece, that's like my favorite or my niece's favorite sure. song. Yeah. Really? It's it's, oh, a, so it's a movie, it's a movie for a six year old. We did get a trailer for Elemental. Then you guys watch this, yes. yeah, yeah. What's your thoughts? Come, I'll go to you first. You're you're our resident animation guy. Yeah, sure. I yeah, I mean, it looks like a Pixar movie. Uh, it would probably make me cry. Um, probably gonna be good. I'm gonna take a shot in the dark and say that. <laughs> I, I, I when I first saw it, I thought it was like a follow-up to Inside Out. I don't know why it gives me that. Kind of I mean, it's from the same studio, so it's got relatively similar similar animation. I would I would agree with that. This is why people listen to real talk for these in-depth analysis. I mean, what do you want me to say? You want me to get to, to, to get into the lore? Oh, that's exactly water? what I would have said. Like, it does look good. This, the water stems from hydrogen <laughs> twice and oxygen once, um, and and the fire stems from carbon or something. I don't know. Whatever. What They're intelligent elements, conversation. I'm just saying this shit's not realistic. Water and fire would never get along. That's the point. <laughs> yeah, that's that, the... Hey, George, you just explained yeah. the movie. You're you so just right. cracked the code. So yeah. Five wow. out of five. Easy five out of five right there. Elements elements don't mix. <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna come together and make like like steam or something. That's Stop. definitely is that a joke in the mo- in the show? I feel like I didn't just make that up. I'm that's sure gotta be is, a joke in the in the trailer. Sounds like a section. Uh, well, that's what I'm saying. They're gonna like be steamy <laughs> together and that's their love. I didn't think uh, the trailer looked that great to me. I think uh, it looks pretty generic. The dialogue looked pretty rough. Uh, Disney's on a Disney's on a losing streak right now. La- Pixar's yeah. light year from last year was average at best. Disney animated with Strange World, big flop. Marvel and Star Strange Wars. Kind of Star Wars like is kind of a mess with like a, their whole management. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Don't 
don't be don't be down in Star Wars. They're doing well right now. Let's just dog the MCU while we're at it. Fuck Quantum. And Andor, I mean, Andor, and and they're two for two of their last two. Man, Disney, yeah, Disney just rough right now. They're laying off like tens of thousands Ten of thousands, people. Yeah. Um, yeah, that happened to every big company though. That's not just Disney. Yeah, yeah, but I don't know. Their their, their projects are missing more they than hitting lately, and that's not a hot take. So we'll see how this goes. It doesn't look like it's gonna be great. When's the last time Pixar's had a great movie? Inside Out, Ooh. 2020. That was Soul? like a decent film. Let's not come on. Soul is, stop, stop, is stop, perfect. Stop. Inside when Out, Soul come out? 2020. Of all time. Soul was good. I like. So Soul. let's 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 run through their last. So also, Turning Red was really good. Turning Red was average. Turning Red was. It was like a four point uh, Lightyear, Lightyear. I'm not gonna defend. I'm gonna. I'm gonna defend. I'm gonna defend Lightyear. Well, I'm gonna defend that it's better than average. Um, nope. Luca was okay. I think Luca, Luca was better than Lightyear. Luke year, Luca was better than Lightyear. Soul was great. Soul was good. Onward was okay. I haven't seen it. Toy Story Four was very good. Incredibles Two was very very good. I like. Was it? I didn't watch it. Was that? Yeah, Incredibles Two was actually a very score, big surprise. I would say. I like Incredibles oh. Two. Yeah, Coco I'll say they haven't good. had Pixar a hit since Luca. They'll be yapping about Pixar like that. Pixar absolutely misses. No. Cars. They brought Cars. Cars 1, Cars, cars two, misses. Cars, cars misses. There we go. You know who doesn't miss? The good dinosaur misses. Studio Ghibli. Well, yeah. That, I don't think anyone's arguing that. Nah, there isn't. Is there not a miss in Ghibli? I don't know. Not one. Not one. Really? At least not that I've I'm seen. Sh- I'm sure there's a miss, but there's I There's probably a miss. Them. There's no way. No shot. I don't know if well, so, Is it not Ghibli? Miyazaki has never missed. No, you can say, apparently you can say Ghibli or Ghibli. I say Ghibli, but apparently I say Ghibli. No, I've always thought it was Ghibli. I, I think even, you can say both. Let's see. Let's yeah, see. I don't care. Their like, lowest rated. This is according to. Oh, this is not a Studio Ghibli movie. Have Earwig and the Witch? Is that Studio Ghibli? I've never heard of that in my life. Well, it's got a twenty-nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> yes, but... it's, yeah, it is. Wait, what the uh, hell is that? Ugh. I've never heard of this movie from twenty twenty. <laughs> it's, but... it's got a two on Letterboxd. Yeah, well, <laughs> so brutal. George, just look at that. So they. I mean, that looks elite. That looks. That's a five out of terrifying. five. No so it looks like. So they've missed once or twice, okay. maybe. R- Tales from Earth Sea. You're not using Rotten Tomatoes as your. I, I just used it as a fuck. I just Dude. Googled Studio Ghibli movies, so shut up. Don't use Rotten Tomatoes. That was quite good. That's literally sad. You know, that was like how every American thinks we sound. I think more than anything. That was literally. Um, I always wonder that. Like, how, what do we sound to you guys? Idiots. Uh, we'll move on. Um, Elemental. Good. Respectable. Seth did a really good uh, American I did. when he sent me that video. It was actually, I was quite like, impressed with that. That was, was first to go as well. You can send <laughs> that in the chat. I was quite impressed with that. It was very um, impressive. Um, we'll move on to some news. Obviously, we've got, we've got quite a bit of movie news, movie and TV news. We haven't got as much nerd news this week. Uh, first thing, Kills of the Flower Moon. Yesterday, I believe, was confirmed that it's going to be around four hours long. What the fuck, man? That's a fat W. That's a fat W. I don't care what w. anyone says. Sitting in the theater for that long, ain't it, Chief? You know that's, how many... I've done been saying we're getting too many of these films. However, I actually... Four really hours, like the, I, I can I do really three. Liked, I no, can do three. Did you like The Irishman come? Yeah, I liked it. That was like three yeah, and a half. I liked it, it like a good... Half. I have it at like four and a half, I think. I liked it a good amount. No, no, I mean, that was three and a half hours long. Yeah, no, okay, so here, here's my thing. It's Netflix, Zack Snyder's Justice League, HBO Max... Uh, the only other four-hour movie I've ever seen, Seven Samurai, H- HBO Max. Oh, did you not watch Irishman Cinema? Did you watch it on Netflix? No, I watched it on Netflix. Did people oh, see it in cinema? cinema? No, I saw it on Netflix. 
The only movie um, that I've watched, actually, I watched Dune and uh, Godzilla vs. Kong in theaters. Isn't Dune? Is long. Wait, Dune, why? What's... Well, both of those released with HBO Max here. So that was during. Oh, like, really? Dune? Yeah, that was during. So like all of the 2020 and 2021 releases released on HBO Max simultaneously, like all the Warner Bros. release. I believe, oh. for the most part. Yeah. Um, I'll, most... I'll be watching it, but I think four hours is like, it's getting to the point. Oh, I, was I like... mean, I'll be watching it. That's just, that's long, man. That's really long. Sitting that's in the well. Give me an Where intermission. Are... Give me an intermission. The old films. I do agree on that. I, I do agree on that. Intermission so, would be nice. Seven well, Samurai has an intermission, and I like it, because I think, I, uh, that's what I pick, pick my ass up. A lot of really films like... from out that time have intermission. I bring yeah. them back when they're like four hours plus. Yeah. I think Sydney went to the re-release of RRR in theaters, and she said there was an intermission. Oh. How long's RRR? Three hours. I don't three think Netflix, hours. Netflix but three hours that's, I can do. Four hours. The thing is, is, the difference with like RRR and like Killers of the Fire Moon, you know that Killers of the Fire Moon is going to be very heavily... Dialogue based RR, yeah. it's a crazy yeah. blockbuster. Like yeah. the RR does not feel like over three hours long. It might yeah. for, for me anyway. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know if you need one with that, but it'll be interesting to see if how it is anyway. That's a big four hours is a. And, and also, like this is this is where people are like, this is the worst argument ever. If people will sit on their ass and watch an entire show all day and binge an entire show, yeah, my opinion I, I on agree. that again, Netflix, I can walk, I can get up and go make myself dinner or you can get up and it. go yeah. take a shit. I can, you there's know, like, no can... way I can hold my piss that long, exactly. There's no way, exactly. There's yeah, no like way. Three hours, hours like three and a half hour movies, probably the limit of what I can hold my piss. But the problem with that is like you need prep time for that, which like I Big don't time. always want to just like plan revolve my whole day of intaking. I like to get a, a nice drink and not have to worry about right. It. Exactly. I don't get I don't get a drink in the cinema. That's that's yeah, risky that's business. Silly. That's psychotic. That's silly. I'm a big we, Arnold. But like John Wick, like John now. Wick, like for example, it's three hours long. I don't want to miss it. So I don't want to go for piss in the middle of that. You guys mm-hmm. got weak bladders. God damn. I do. And like, I, can I, make, do. I can make it. I can I just, make it, but it hurts. I would prefer, I would prefer to not have to like right. even cut it close. Be in pain mid-film. Right. It's not nice. Not in pain. <laughs> no, At that point, don't pee, man. Nah. <laughs> you, won't, you won't miss the two minutes. <laughs> no. Uh, speaking of John Wick, John Wick spin-off Ballerina's release in spring, summer 2024. And also, they've confirmed that one a spin-off to John Wick. I don't know what it will be yet. Will be announced in the next I think, three weeks or so. Any ideas of what that could be in your it's, eyes? It's got to be Kane. Mm-hmm. I was thinking the, Donnie, the guy's uh, daughter. I think yeah, it would be the guy's daughter, daughter. Yeah, yeah. from yeah, yeah. the post credit scene. What was her name? Akira. 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 Yeah, I, it'll definitely be something on her, won't it? Got to be. I think it'd be both of them. I'd like something on her to be fair. I think it's I, I, I I'm sure it's both of them. I. I mean, I'm up for that. I really like both of the characters. By the way, yeah. Uh, live action remake of the Aristocats in the works. <laughs> Why? This is. I I fully I fully understand maybe a like a Cinderella or a, a Little Mermaid or a Lilo and Stitch. Who's that? And and again, my niece loves the Aristocats. Who else is asking for this, man? Like, yeah, did they not learn anything from Cats from like 2019 cats. that this yeah. won't yeah. translate well? Did you guys, did you guys watch Cats or no? No, yeah. I've seen clips and it scared me. Release the butthole cut. <laughs> what? There's, there, there. I don't think it's true, but I thought like I forget exactly how it started, but I think, um, I think it was Jason Derulo said like they had like a ri- the original cut had all the cats have buttholes. 
like and then they they like yeah google it i'll i'll google it i'm not, like, I'm not googling as i got to bu it, it gave it out for oh wait no this is a different the wrong thing butthole <laughs> cut uh, the cats, wrong type of butthole cut is yeah cats vfx editor confirms the butthole cut was, was very 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 real very terrible why have i never heard about it like this? I'm so, i wish uh, I'd never, I'm, I these are the real hard-hitting movie things you guys need to know i'm upset <laughs> they had up. Oh, they had a bubble cut. <laughs> um, <laughs> next bit of news, Pixar's up short film will actually play in select theaters before showings of Elemental. That's a nice touch. I like that. Yeah, very, very like dumb thing for so many people to get like mad about. There's so many people like mad. Like, oh, leave the story of Up alone. Leave the, leave, leave the Up verse alone. Like, whatever. Just let the Carl go on place. Tinder or whatever. <laughs> there are very funny tweets about this that I, I forget. Why, why are people upset about this? That's weird. Man. Like, it's, uh, how long is it meant to be? Uh, like 10 minutes? The old couple in Up stink. Yeah, like it can't like it can't be any worse than the one that was before Incredibles 2 with, with like, the the bow buns. Where no, like that, was oh, that was great. Yeah, shut up. That was no. good. Shut up. That was nominated for an Oscar. Yeah, yeah. You shut your damn mouth. You keep good. your keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. That was great, man. No, don't be doing that to bow. Was that a film spinoff or was it just the? No, no just I think like it was a just a film. short film. Ah, interesting. So um, you guys have like vivid memories, and I this is like a core memory of mine watching those the old guy play uh, chess in the park um, before A Bug's Life. You, you don't remember that short film? It was like the old man playing chess in the park. If there's anyone Wait, listening to the podcast, short film before Bugs Life. Yeah, it was before Bugs Life. It's a core memory of mine, man. Like it's no, it's know, got Tina Fey in my fucking head and Amy Poehler just willowing around with that that core memory. I do love Bugs Life. Um, yeah. Ari Aster's next film will likely be a western with Rocky Phoenix the star. I'm in. I'm assuming you're all in as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Do you guys see that? Bo is afraid. Got the early screenings yesterday by the well, surprise, was, like Alamo yeah, Draft it was House. The midsummer directors caught the people went to see, and it was like the April Fools. They showed Bo is afraid. The initial yeah. reactions yeah. have been really positive. Did you not mm-hmm. see it come? Really positive reviews. I only yeah. know about Buffalo, but it's in, uh, <laughs> it's really positive. The initial re- reviews to uh, Bo is afraid. Dude, my friend. So I have a friend who's a big horror guy, but he like. He only likes like he he's not a, he he doesn't like uh, most movies. He's not a movie guy. He just likes like eight horror movies, and he thinks those are like the greatest movies of all time because they're actually scary. And he's like he's texting me like once a week. Like when do tickets come out for this? Like this is his Avengers Endgame because he thinks like Hereditary and Midsummer are like some of the most fucked up, incredible movies ever. I've heard it's very fucked up. For yeah, like so I've great. heard it's his most audacious weird film yeah which is, is saying is saying a lot did you see there was like a there was like a tweet that was like uh i was i it, it it's crazy to learn that like the, the poster of that kid uh someone tweeted and was like it's oh crazy God, that the video actor and then a24 they, replies with that video a24 that shit looked like it was paid, ai generated they definitely paid the, the tweet because it was really good marketing they paid uh, yeah the, i think so that was so weird the ai thing yeah, that had to be AI edited, man. That was whack. That was so weird. Uh, we'll move on. Stop me if you wanted to talk about anything in particular. Ryan Coogler is developing a new X-Files series. I've never watched the X-Files. I, I know absolutely nothing about it. Cam, you'll probably watch it because it's... It was one of your favorite directors. I, uh, I do love Ryan Coogler. 
Um, I just, I, I've never seen the X Files. I have no clue what I have no clue what they even are. So I want, I want more original from Ryan Coogler. Like, because I love Fruitvale Station, but then since then he's always been in franchises: Creed, Black Panther, Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. Now, a franchise though, like it's absolutely. Of course, he's a franchise. What do you mean? He's not going to get to do anything original here. It's going to be an existing rule set. This show ran from 1993 to 2018. It's one of the longest running and most beloved shows of all time. So it's nothing original for Ryan Coogler. The music is great. Yeah, but is it a franchise or is it just a remake? It's just like a show. Same thing. Like he's gonna have to. He's he's adapting stuff here. He's not doing an original. He won't get. He won't get his. Like he won't get all the say. He'll. He'll be. You know. That's fair. I'd like I'd like to see Ryan Coogler do. Well, actually, I haven't seen Fruitvale Station. So. I, I I gotta assume though he's just gonna he may direct like one episode and then is executive producing. When it says he's developing a new X series show or X Files series, I gotta assume he's unless gonna, he's like, writing as well. Right, maybe. maybe. But I I gotta assume he's executive producing and just maybe gonna direct like one episode. Yeah, because he has quite a bit of producing credits, including you know the acclaimed Space Jam remake. So he's a he's a oh, big I remember, I remember he's a big that. unoriginal IP guy. <laughs> I, loves I, just got, like I got that comment saying he was one of my favorite directors. I got that comment that like that's his worst thing. And I'm like, he didn't direct it. I don't blame him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fair I can't enough. blame him. Uh, Matt Damon says Ben Affleck was originally pitched a Good Will Hunting sequel. They weren't pursuing it. Good. Weird. Who knows? Who cares? Tarantino confirms that his next potential final film is, is titled The Movie Critic, but he adds the film is not about Pauline uh, Kale, who obviously everyone's going on Twitter when I tweeted about uh, Olivia Coleman and Jesse Buckley. That's just out the window now, but excited for it anyway. This was interesting. The original cast of Scott Pilgrim vs. the World are reprising their roles for the new anime adapt- adaptation on Netflix. Interesting. I, I mean, really I, I really Are you guys big Scott Pilgrim, Pilgrim guys? Because I know it's like yeah. a cult following. Movie. Uh, I don't know I'm if not, I'm cult following. I have it like I, a four out of five. It. I really like it. I, 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 really I have it like a 90. I think it's one of the better like that's like comic, comic book yeah, movies. Yeah. It's one of the best cast comic book movies. Dude, thing is it incredible. is a very good cast. It is it's it's one of those good. where like where like Chris Evans is like a small minor role and you're like, holy shit. Because yeah. obviously he wasn't that big at the time, but you just when kinda... was 2010, 2011? I can't remember when it came out. So, I forget. So he was already Captain America, but they also have like Brie Larson. He wasn't uh, Captain not... America then, was he? 2010, 2011? When was the first Captain America? 2012. Oh, oh. Uh, 2011. Okay. I, 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 maybe I don't know the timeline, man. But it's just a, it's a weird cast because now they're all coming back to voice, and you're like, holy shit, this cast is nuts. But yeah, at I don't the time, they probably weren't. Time. You know, as yeah. like Michael yeah. Sarah was the biggest one in that fucking movie. He was, <laughs> he was great. I really liked him. He was great. He is. He is really um, great. Yeah. I'll move on. Clint Eastwood pretends preparing to write and direct his final film. Interesting. I'll watch that. Before the next news, obviously, I think it's kind of important to say, obviously, the Safety brothers with the allegations they've had. Important to get them out in the water before we say some positive things about the. Um... Oh, sorry. Did we did we want to mention that like last week's episode? We got a lot of DMs on Twitter about if we're going to touch on the Jonathan Majors thing. Last we week's spoke episode, about it in the. Well, we spoke about it in the review. And Did we speak about it in the actual episode? I don't think we really need. I to think we should just mention last week. We don't get as many views by at all, like on mm-hmm. the on the weekly review. So I just feel like we should mention last week we recorded on Saturday. News came out Saturday night. Sounds like he's a scumbag, but I feel like we should just touch on that. Just it's to got worse. It's got worse for him as well. It's yeah, got a lot worse exactly. I, I I'm just 
I don't want to like make it seem like we're brushing over it. I don't know. Yeah, don't know. we recorded it before like, the news uh, came out, and yeah. then when when we knew the news came out, we spoke about it in the last plot of mine. So we got a, just... we got a lot of DMs about it because obviously our episode drops Monday, and we don't touch on it at all because the news hadn't came out yet. Uh, so I just feel like we should say like that was the weird timeline that happened. But, yeah, fair enough. But yeah, safety bill is the same thing. Allegations, obviously, we don't condone anything, but we will be talking about casting. Megan Lee Stallion and Ben Affleck in talks to star alongside Adam Sandler in their next film for, for Netflix, which will be a crime film. Ben Affleck's a huge casting for this. So I think it'll work really, really well. I'm definitely excited for the film. What do you guys think? Same? Uh, yeah, oh, I want to yeah. be pumped for this thing, but the news kind of is like, that yeah. sucks. I it's it's weird how they, they're releasing this on the same day as the allegations. Yeah, it's didn't. a bit unusual timing yeah. because it's like... That, that is true, yeah. Yeah, it's all kind of... But yeah, I mean... The cast itself is exciting. Francis Ford Coppola's Megalopolis has wrapped filming. Uh, so, we'll, I mean, definitely excited to see how that comes out. And Taron Egerton says him and Matthew Vaughn have every intention to make one last Kingsman film together. I Could hope they do this right. Love that. I, I, yeah. hope, I hope it's good. I, what I don't did you guys think... think of the second one? I really I enjoyed it. it. I know most people didn't, though. But I, I did not care for bad. The Kingsman. I did not care. When Taron Egerton I'm wasn't in it, I didn't care for it. I think, I think both The Kingsman and Kingsman, The Secrets or the golden circle are middle of the road movies. Like they're around both around 50 or something for me. I think, um, I think they're over hated in the sense that like some people talk about them, like they're the worst thing ever. And I don't think they're that. Yeah. Um, King's man is definitely hated from what I know. But I think, I think the first one is so good. They just have that, you know, expectation of it at that yeah. point. Potentially. But it'd be interesting to see what they could do with another one, especially if it's Tyron Egerton not, a king's man which is completely different uh it says the nerd news guardians of galaxy 3 campaigns confirmed to be around two hour 30. i i it's weird i've never been excited for a, a marvel film and i was watching the trailer again yesterday i'm actually like genuinely looking forward to it i don't know man like the guardians of galaxy is just a different feel and tyler i would say this to you a lot of people commented on my review of dungeons and dragons that it's the same kind of feel as guardians of galaxy do you get that I can definitely see where that comparison comes from. I feel like it's very similar in terms of it's like a ragtag group of people that normally probably wouldn't be best friends in everyday life and they go out and it's accomplish missions together. So I can totally those. see that. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, fair enough. But yeah, I'm excited for this. Obviously, I think we all are. Liv Tyler is returning as Betty Ross in Captain America New World Order. Any thoughts on this? People... And Cam, you... What? You I tell me. Right. No, I'm just saying, when this news released that Liv Tyler was going to return as Betty Ross. I feel like people are just overreacting to everything nowadays. Like this is not news that people should have given a fuck about. Uh, yeah, I mean, like people are. I I liked her character and like who cares? Role. I kept um, seeing people like all caps. She's coming back. I'm like, yeah, it's one of those things who where. Cares? What was she in? Uh, She's the incredible, incredible Hulk. Hulk. The Incredible Hulk. Oh, the okay, right. second MCU movie, I guess. Um. She, yeah, she's good. Uh, I liked her. I feel like it, yeah, you're right. It's it's. People need clicks. Um, people are itching for those clicks. Um, yeah. As, as am I. I literally, so, I'm, like, just, I'm scrolling through Twitter one day. I'm like, since when do we care this much it about It was all over. Like, no, no one said a word about this character since 2009. I no. do think it's funny I, that they're, like, bringing her back and bringing, like, Tim Roth back because it's, like, I, I thought they were just going to try to, like, retcon. Wait, are they the bringing Tim Roth back? Yeah, as abominable, the abominable or whatever. Abominable snowman, abomination, yeah, abomination. Uh, but so yeah, like, it's just funny. They... Like I thought they were just trying to retcon that Incredible Hulk and make like erase it for everyone's memory. So it's kind of funny that I think they're bringing it back. Like again, nothing to be outraged about, but it's just funny. Like I feel like they were trying to just let that die, that whole like movie die. 
I don't think they're bringing Tim. I think you're talking Tim Blake Nelson. You are. You're talking Tim Blake Nelson. I think Tim Blake Nelson's seen, the leader. Yeah. Uh, which uh, you're you're correct in the sense that they're all from the Incredible Hulk movie. Wait, is Tim Blake Nelson the one who got cast in Dune too? Is that the same guy? Oh yeah, he did. Yeah, Tim he Roth did. came he back did. in She-Hulk as Abomination. She-Hulk. So yeah. they're bringing back Hulk people all the time from Incredible. No, yeah, Hulk. yeah, that's fine. I thought you were talking so this many movie. Tims. I no, I just mean it's weird that they keep bringing back people from that movie that I thought they were trying to erase from the universe. Yeah, yeah I, so it's they're very much like it's very much like a sequel to that that they're putting in a captain america movie which is quite which is just weird um i don't know i think i think i think they'll find the right story and you know whether it's good or not i'm not sure but i don't think it'll be i don't think it'll be bad because it's a hulk movie and a captain america movie you know i it it could be bad for many other reasons i don't think that's the reason it'll be bad um, is it, isn't sense. Thunderbolt Ross in this movie going to be the president of the United States? Yeah, yeah, that's, is, a, right? it, that's comic accurate. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And it's also Harrison Ford, who is probably just going to walk on set. I have a, yeah, I just, he's going to walk on set, tweets? have a bunch of dots on his face to make him the Red, red Hulk, and he's going to be like, I don't give a fuck. Did you guys see the tweets about the, the mustache? Like, There's one defining feature about that character. That <laughs> yeah, Ford and he doesn't, have, to do he doesn't that. have to. Yeah, he just doesn't care. Um, I saw a lot of people saying on Twitter, too, also, because like the, the set photos released of them like at a funeral. Yeah. So everyone's like, oh, Harrison Ford probably only agreed to be in this because he's dying immediately, and it's just his probably, man. He's, yeah. probably, he's probably like, are you going to kill me? How much are you paying me? Okay. <laughs> uh, moving from news we don't particularly care about to what I, I care about, I think George was as well. You gotta, I, I definitely gonna start, care about it. I'm going to start. Clayface, a confirmed mm-hmm. villain in the Batman 2. This is exciting. I, I, I think if they get this right... And George, I think you said this as well. Like, I, I don't know if you tweeted this. People are concerned about it, you know, the Batman being drowned in realism and it's Clayface, but it's the Batman. Like, come on. It's... Like, I, I get what people are saying because obviously the Batman was a very grounded movie. Like, it's, but it's, it's still the it, he's Batman. just fighting a serial killer. He's not yeah, fighting yeah, like yeah. an otherworldly being. But I also want to say this if you truly believe that a version of Clayface in Matt Reeves' universe is going to be this gigantic monster. Completely kind of made out of clay, like a Scooby Doo monster. Yeah, unleashed. Like, like, you're an yeah. idiot. Like they're gonna make this as grounded as possible. Like you're there's not- that. What is it? Um, there's a clay. The original Clayface was just like a guy with a yeah, mask. exactly. Like Leatherface two- or something. Yeah, they, yeah there's two ways matter. they can go with Clayface. So it really depends which one it is. I like that this is continuing the the psychological thriller aspect of Matt Reeves' Batman universe. Um, because Clayface is a very torn character that provides a lot of mental toughness for Bruce Wayne, um, you know, the same way the Riddler did. So I, I, I think this is awesome. Like I said, I would love the Joker. I would love to see Bane, but like, I, I think we'll still get the Joker. Yeah, I think we're. I don't think Clayface is I going to be the only villain in this movie. I would kind of like, and they've they've kind of done it. I look, the, the Joker's been done a million times, but it's because it always hits. Um, other than Jared Leto, um, I would like if they, if they like, made him an old, not a Thanos type villain, but like he's 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 in the works of every you know every Batman movie, and I think I think Matt Reeves is doing a good job with that so far. Obviously, just teasing him a little bit, and you know, like the post credit scene in the in the Batman Begins was the Joker card, and they were going to use him in the Dark Knight Rises. Obviously, unfortunately, rest in peace, Heath Ledger, but. Um, 
I, I like the idea that like he's an overarching, just he's always there, fucking. But up all the other ones talking is like secondary, and he's like, yeah, the he's the guy. Yeah, I, I prefer that, but. Also, uh, you know, you know, the memes that are like Batman, all of Batman's villains are just like mentally ill people that Batman just beats the shit out of. I would love if they just make Clayface just like a, a distorted person who has a lot of like problems physically. And they, and, but it's just Batman still like beating the shit out of him. Just like that. That's that's all of Batman's villains are just people with problems and he's people just, with issues. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah. I'm just going to kill him or not kill him. Uh, sorry. Mike finally actually pitched a Clayface film, a solo film for DC as uh, well. Yeah, I guess this isn't true. Um, that's that's my bad, y'all. Uh, well, that's is it not bad. true? No, he replied to a tweet that was like, uh, it's probably true, but he replied to a tweet that's like, uh, he replied to I think the disgusting film tweet and said like, hey, this isn't true. Uh, I'll let you guys know as soon as something like this uh, happens. But yeah, um, uh, someone replied to Mike my tweet on the real talk account of this um with the, his tweet and i was like yeah i'm still gonna keep it up so maybe it's true maybe he's trying maybe, to say maybe, maybe he's knows? trying to keep it quiet but this would i think he'd do a good job at it because he's definitely definitely that'd be that dog yeah. he's got that dog yes yes i agree last few bits here Link, lee sung jun will write the scripts for thunderbolts he obviously is writing the script for uh broken directed beef or beef, beef. beef yeah 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 and he also did He's also he's like sound designer. He did sound design for Burning, for example, which is oh, cool. cool. Yeah. Uh, Amelia Clark will start in Secret Invasion. I don't know if we already knew that. And finally, Josh Friedman is set to write the script for Fantastic Four. Obviously, he wrote the script for Avatar, The Way of Water. How are we feeling about that? He also, uh, so I, you know, it's it's good. It's better than getting probably and, and a random. It, yeah. It's better than getting the Rick and Morty writer. Got, yeah, never, a guy wrote never written a big, yeah. big budget movie. Um, but I, I also wouldn't say like the the best part of Avatar 2, The Way of Water, was the script. Um, but allegedly, you know, a, he wrote Avatar 4, and that's like the best script ever, according to James well, Cameron. So who the hell knows? I'm excited. Also, I think it's I think it's a good thing. He also wrote uh, War, uh, War of the Worlds, which was fine. Um, and he, Tom he Cruise writing, one, I like that movie. Yeah, it was good. I, I just quite like it. I didn't love it. Uh, and he also wrote, uh, he's writing The Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, The New Planet of the Apes. Oh, really? Well. So he's think, clearly I think, like. I yeah. think it's good that he has written big budget movies, so he knows how to big make epic. a two War and a half the, hour. War of the World, Avatar, big epic movies. That's what exactly. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Got to be one it's of the most credible writers they've hired recently. Yeah, probably. Probably, yeah. Um, look at some what we've been watching this week, George. What have you been watching this week? Any, any oh, good story? Yeah, March March was a big month for me. I took advantage of the couple of weeks I had off, so I, I watched 40 movies throughout March. It's the most I've completed in a month ever, probably. Um, but over the last week, we watched La La Land. I watched Air, Suzumi. Uh, caught up on a couple of DC animated movies. I really enjoyed Gods and Monsters. Um, I watched Pacific Rim with Victoria. And she I haven't seen that. <laughs> He didn't she, like it. No, she didn't like oh, it. Now, didn't she give it a one star? Like, give it a one star, yeah. So we're no longer together. Um, that watched Wavelength, uh, which absolutely sucked. Yeah, you uh, love that. It was that movie is so... I, I don't know what level of like film student you have to be to like enjoy that movie, but it, it's so bad. How did you watch it? Uh, it's on YouTube. Oh, okay. Like for free. I'm not trying um, to you know the Batman. I took care of once, twice. Tetris blowout. So I watched that. What did you rate Tetris? I gave it three and a half. 
I need to watch that. I've heard yeah. I've heard some good things, but I think it leans more towards a three out of five. But I, I enjoyed uh, I enjoyed Taron Edgerton a I lot. Saw, I saw people throwing it from like all the way from four and a half to like a two. Yeah, like it's two. Yeah, it's polarizing reviews. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. I, I enjoyed it for what it was. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, Tom, I'm assuming a lot of Star Wars this week. Yeah, a lot of Star Wars. I did watch. Uh, I did watch Women Talking. So I've seen all the best oh, picture. Oh, what did you think? I loved it. It's incredible. Great, great. Just a great movie, really. Dude, um, the, that acu- the the acoustic score that's always just droning on in the background was stuck in my head for like two weeks after I saw that. Yeah, yeah. It, it Shout out really Hilder Gordon-Dodder. She also did Tar, but I think Woman Talking was a better score from her last year. She did Joker sure. too. Right, really? Yeah, I was talking about twenty twenty two scores. Which, but yeah, she's one, she's awesome. Which one best original score over nineteen seventeen? Crazy, as far as I'm concerned. Um. And then I watched uh, My Sister's Keeper, which I didn't love. Uh, I watched that with Emma. She wanted. Why do to watch I recognize it. that name? It's a uh, it's a movie where a girl is born. Uh, she's born like strictly to keep her sister alive, basically. Her sister, oh. her, sister her sister has ke- or has a uh, leukemia. The Cameron um, Diaz one. Yeah. yeah, the Cameron Diaz one. Her sister has leukemia, and then they have they have a daughter to be a match for her, like for her liver. And then the sister's like, "Hey, I don't want to do this anymore." That sort of thing. Um, it's cry porn. Um, I'm not. A, I'm not a, uh, no, I, I, I. Well, I, I, I probably teared up a little, and I wrote in my review. I think so. I gave it a two and a half. I wrote in my review. I think. I think a year and a half ago, I would have fucking hated this movie. Uh, I think having a kid, shit, shit kind of hits. I'm You're not more vulnerable. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm a lot more vulnerable. Uh, I still don't love it. it. It's just simply made to make you cry. Um, but it, I guess it does a good job doing that. Um, but I gave it a 54 out of 100. Didn't love it. Did not love it. Um, and then Star Wars. Yeah, go Star Wars. Go Star Wars. Tyler, who are you watching this week? Yeah, I watched a ton of movies this week just because I had two like six hour flights. So I mean, crossed off like three movies on each of those flights. And then I was at a hotel, which normally, you know, I could do my work during the day. And then that night really just go back to my hotel and just like watch movies. So crossed off a ton this week. I'm just going to rapid fire through them. Dodgeball, huge thumbs up. One of the most quotable comedies of all time. Murder mystery. I think I already saw this one, but I rewatched the original one, uh, the first one. Thumbs down. Just, I just hate that movie. Um, this is where I leave you. Uh, comedy, drama with uh, Adam Driver, Jason Bateman. Quite a stacked cast, honestly. Um, way more drama than I was anticipating from the comedy drama. Like It's definitely just like a bummer of a movie, but I enjoyed it. I don't think a lot of people love it. but um, Similar to George, rewatched La La Land. Banger. Also rewatched Little Women. Banger. Um, the Netflix Little Women or the 2017 one. The, the Greta Gerwig Little Women with Saoirse Ronan. Was that uh, Netflix? Florida it's on Netflix. I don't know if it is in America, but I don't know. Uh, watched Carol for the first time. It's a, it's a romance between Kate Blanchett and Rooney Mara, two of the greatest actresses working today. So that, that was quite solid. Um, watched Jobs, which is the Ashton Kutcher, Steve Jobs version. <laughs> just such a poopy movie. Why? Why did you watch that? Because I was just in my hotel and like I was like and like the hotel TV only had Netflix and it just like came up and it was like late at that point. And like I was like, you know, whatever, we'll throw it on. I saw it before when it came out. But yeah, not great. Um, Just some other ones. Rewatch Coda. Still love it. Rewatch Banshees of Inisherin. Great. Um, Wow. What? Love that. Yeah, rewatched it. Great. I just didn't uh, think you'd rewatch that. You know what I mean? Well, so when I'm on flights, I always want to rewatch movies. I because I feel like watching something for the first time doesn't really give it justice yeah, on like, the plane. So I agree. Banshees yeah, I agree. was like, and that's a good like one to just have like some good dialogue while you're like 
on a plane. Gave it probably like 80% of my attention. Um, and then Murder Mystery 2, just another thumbs down. Just even worse than the first one, which okay. already sucked. Uh, okay. Wet Hot American Summer is an underrated comedy, in my opinion. It's like a style that... Yes. Yeah, it's like a style that if you don't buy into it, you're going to hate it. But if you can buy into that style, you'll enjoy it. Um, similar to George, I watched Tetris. I gave it a three. I thought it was, it was fine. Definitely not at all what I was expecting the backstory of Tetris to be. Um, and then I went right from Tetris into watching Pinball, which like back-to-back movies of just like no... Just did not expect the, the lore and history of these things to be the way they went. Um, pinball was very, very, very okay. Uh, maybe worse than okay, honestly. Uh, Rye Lane, though, super good. It came out of Sunday. Well, so how did it's you on watch Hulu. That? It's on Hulu. Uh, yes. We can't watch it, and it's an English film. It's annoying. Mm, yeah, I really, really, really enjoyed it. The style is, is such a stylistic treat, and then also just a very good rom-com beyond that. Um, yeah, just a couple heard. more. Blowout, we'll talk about that. Uh, final three movies I watched was Jesus Revolution. Um <laughs> Very okay movie that came out this year. Uh, yeah, so, you know, it's about the revolution of Jesus. It's like a hippies <laughs> in California that started, like, loving Jesus and spreading his word. And there's, like, the hippie plus Christianity revolution of, of America and, like, the Vietnam How do you War find times. these films? This is is it, like a, it was, like, a wide theater release. Like, it's a... Really? Yeah. Oh, I, I oh that's, a new, was, that's a new release? Yeah. It was, it was, a, it was like, I've probably came out, like, three, four weeks ago. Um, then watch Fat, Fast and Furious 1 and Fast and Furious 2 and I've only seen like one or two Fast and Furious movies and I can't tell you which ones they were like it was a long yeah. time ago yeah, probably like me. 6 probably and 7 pr- probably uh, I had never seen like the original ones everyone said like they start off like okay um, but I re- I think like my peak for this series like a 2.5 out of 5 I really don't care no, for these movies no. I, didn't, I didn't like the first or second at all I, did. Well, I, I don't know I don't know if the second is regarded highly at all the first is like fine but the second I just did not care for no, the, it, it takes an immediate it's like uh, for me it's like Pirates of the Caribbean where it takes an immediate drop I know you guys don't agree with that but yeah, I do not uh, agree with that but, I oh, can't yeah. believe I'm That's sorry that's such an easy thing to say Crazy. Dead Man's Chest is fine. The first is fine. definitely the best, so in my opinion. For you said it's a good movie, give it a 50. I think everyone agrees with that. No, <laughs> d- no Dead Man's Chest, I have a 70. Dead Man's Chest oh, sorry. is so World's good. End. World's End, I have a 50. And then 8 and 9 after that. I will say that they're movie. awful. <laughs> the last two. Um, red. In terms of myself... I was hoping you'd like the first uh, Fast and Furious. Oh, Did, oh hey, sorry. So no one else rewatched the first the, uh, Fast and Paul Walker's audio is so odd in those movies because it, it sounds like he's right next to you every time he speaks and he could be like a mile away. Uh, and it really throws me off. They're like audio editing and that was super yeah, and he, odd. And he and says bro so often and it always sounds so bad. I don't know if that's like an inside joke from the creators, but he's it's not good. Not no, it's, be, it's because of the family. It's because of the family. They're like, wait a minute. They're brothers. They're bros. <laughs> family. <laughs> Uh, it says what I watched this week. I watched Mean Girls finally. Um, w. It's so weird. I've never seen that before, but I could quote the whole film on my first watch. I, I have every okay. single. This it's mad how many lines I've heard from that film. It's crazy. Very it was, it was good. I give it a three point five. I enjoyed it. Um, I watched The Cremator. I watched uh, Waking Fright, which is like an Australian thriller. I watched Vampire. I watched Next Door. Evil Dead Rise. I watched Three O'clock Blowout, which boy will I get into because I fucking love that. And then yesterday I watched a film, I guarantee none of you have heard of it. It's got Kate Blanchett, Dame Judi Dench, and Bill Nighy. It's called Notes on a Scandal. Heard of it? No, but I saw you watched it. 
Yeah. I have It was fine. But like considering that cast, I'd never heard it before. It was like a drama, romance kind of thing. Uh, but I didn't watch anything amazing this week apart from Blah and maybe The Cremator as well. Um, we will get in. I should mention, I forgot to mention this in terms of my watches. I tweeted this. I've I've literally watched the entirety of Moneyball on TikTok this week. <laughs> Just through funny. TikTok clips. I see that movie is all over TikTok for I, me right now. I love when you do that because like I do that all the time where you get so locked into like part one, two, three, four, and then you're like, what the It's fuck not is- even parts though. I'm not going to a person's <laughs> account. Like I'm just scrolling and there's like a new <laughs> clip every three videos. It's the same with the Martian right now for me. Like that those two movies are all over. I still haven't seen the Martian. The Martian's it. really good. You gotta watch it. We will move on to our draft of the week. I spoke about this a few weeks ago, but we're gonna be doing a significant others genre draft today. I asked these to get their significant other to give one film, well, to give a couple of films from each genre, horror, thriller, romance, comedy, and sci-fi. We couldn't have any input, so I'm hoping none of you guys gave any input. Uh, I'll be honest, guys. I asked asked Emma to give me hers at the start of this podcast, so that's my bad, everyone. She didn't have time to think. Have you got them now? Yeah, no, yeah, I got them, but I, I, oh, I forgot to ask yeah, throughout yeah, the week. Wait, so if you've got them, it's fine, it doesn't matter. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. So we couldn't have any input at all, and we had to kind of like just take one turn, take the genres. The order today will be Tyler, me, George, and Cam. You can do any order. It doesn't have to be horror first, thriller second, whatever it might be. I think the order should be, I think it should be Riley, Anna, uh, 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 Victoria, Emma. Mm-hmm. That's the order. That's the actual order. That is the order. Okay, Riley. You'll pick first. <laughs> um, speaking to her, okay, so it's a bit weird. so since so basically, she gave me two for horror and one for the rest of them. So basically, if like mine already get picked, or the one she said get picked, I'm I have to just like I, to I made that. sure she gave. Yeah, me yeah, yeah I'm gonna just have to okay. pick something that's comparable. But I don't know. I don't think there's much time on this draft. Like, like about time or la la land because you couldn't get her. <laughs> no, no, but I'm taking for first pick. No, first pick romance, la la land is what I am picking, and that's what she picked. Yeah, yeah. she won. She Victoria won. had that on her list as well. Oh, shit. Um, Emma, Emma does not like La La Land. La La Land was the Anna, only Anna like, La La Land. <laughs> of of the five romance movies Victoria gave me. La La Land was the only one I have like above like a three and a half. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'd never uh, seen La La Land until just like a year ago, and then she was the one who showed it to me, and then ever since then I've been beyond obsessed with it. <laughs> I'll go. I'll go no, for Anna's Thriller. I'll go get out for Anna's thriller. That's okay. yeah. so Victoria had that on her get out on her thriller list too, and I thought we would have some pushback on that. Really? In terms of like horror versus thriller. Yeah, it's like horror versus thriller. I think it's more of a thriller. Oh, I know, yeah, I'm, I'm not complaining. I'm yeah, just saying. It works. All right, I think I'm going to. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with Victoria. Uh, I'm going to take her science fiction film first because she listed Back to the Future. Wow. Interesting. Yes. It's a great film. It's a great I film. I took. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I asked Emma her favorite genre, and she said horror slash thriller. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna choose for her. Actually, I can pick both. So for her thriller, she's going with The Silence of the Lambs. Ooh, wow! And then I think, uh, I think it drops off from there. I don't even know what this movie is. (laughs) Is a horror slash thriller. What's it called? Uh, Well. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna. I guess we're counting this. Uh, I mean, you might want to just pick it later be, if it's that obscure, but <laughs> it is obscure. But her favorite, her fa- I'm going with her two favorites, uh, or not her two favorites. It, you guys aren't gonna pick it. Say the name, just <laughs> give us the movie. Sorry, sorry, sorry. 
Case 39. Oh wow, really? What? I've never seen that. <laughs> I've seen that. Uh, it's a it's a horror that. slash thriller. So either Silence of the Lambs <laughs> or or that could be used for I, either genre. Is All it right. the one with uh <laughs> Renee Zellweger in camp? Yep. Renee Zellweger, Bradley that. Cooper, <laughs> Ian McShane. <laughs> it has a it has a 21% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, I know exactly what film it is. I don't think that's her favorite horror thriller. She so, has never okay, quick about pause that. before we go over the rest of the draft. What, what was your guys' strategy? Like, how did you bring this up to your significant others? I basically just – I'll, I'll read what the text I sent was. Yeah, but what did I you guys, said it. How did you guys introduce this? I said, I need a draft from you, LOL. Uh, genre draft one film from romance sci-fi horror thriller and then she gave me a bunch of random ones and I was like no what are your favorites and then this is oh, I didn't even go that far I said, exactly for, I, I said for real talk I need you to name one random movie from each of these genres horror thriller romance comedy random genre. Uh, I didn't I know just, his favorites, but she gave oh, me yeah. ones that are like. I, I didn't know his favorites yeah, either. So. I just told Victoria to give me random. But I'm, she I am me, happy with the selection she, she gave me. Though, yeah, so. I'm happy with the selection I'm Victoria good. gave me, but I didn't know it was her favorites. I just thought oh, it was, it was like whatever she comes up with. It was meant to be favorites. It's okay. I think I think she basically gave me her favorites for all these, to be honest. So it works. Victoria, Victoria went with uh, like letterbox genres. So originally for like science fiction, she gave me Morbius and Megan. And I was like, those are not science fiction. I was like, and those swap. are not ones you want in your draft board. Yeah, I was like, you better yeah, swap. Yeah, you have to take. No, no, no. I was, like, you better, you, I was like, you better swap those out right now. <laughs> right, George. Uh, yeah, all yeah, right, it's my pick. Emma's, Emma's trying to tell me she's talked about this movie so often. Case thirty nine. I've never heard of this movie in my it's, life. It's, it's you wouldn't like to work. All right, I think I'm going to go with. Uh, I'm going to take Victoria's romance film because I, I'm confident that the comedy will get back to me, and that is Ten Things I Hate About You. Mm. I'm assuming nice. she does love that. That's, that's from like early, that is that from like early 2000s at this point, right? Late 90s? Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't know, actually. Wait, is that Tennis Hate About You? Is that the one with Heath Ledger? Is yeah, that, it's that's Heath what Ledger. I'm thinking. Okay. I yeah. love you. I don't know what the fuck it's called. Ten. The Matthew McConaughey one. It's not that one. It's the Heath Ledger one, isn't mm. it? Yeah, like... Oh. Um, I'll go... I'll go on a sci-fi. I'll go everything ever all at once. Wow. Nice. Oh, that was nice. A, I like that pick. He likes it more than I do. Yeah, I like that pick a lot. Okay, back to me for two picks. Uh, I will go with her thriller, which is Prisoners. I'm then... shocked Emma didn't pick that. She loves that movie, but she. You <laughs> she would be some interesting <laughs> movies, man. Um, and then. Because like, Riley doesn't watch a ton of movies, so the only movies she's ever like seen now are the ones that she's watched with me. Um, and so for horror, she, she horror is the only one she gave me two for. So I'll pick the first one she gave me before she changed her mind. So I'll give the original pick, which is Hereditary. No, that's the only horror. Oh no, that's okay. actually the only one that Anna gave she, me. Anna gave me three, but the thing is, the, then the other two aren't. This is going to be tough. Is it my go? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say it because if not, then I'm kind of fucked to horror here. It is a horror comedy, so it is horror comedy. So I can have it, yeah? Horror comedy? You're going to take Shaun of the Dead. <laughs> yeah, I am. Yeah. yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll, yeah I'll give you In Shaun. fairness, no, but she wow. only gave me Get Out, Hereditary. She hates horror. Get Out, Hereditary, and Shaun of the Dead. That's all I had. Shaun of the Dead is horror comedy. That fair. works. It's, it's definitely Fine. very clear which which one uh, is going to be your draft now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably. No, uh, I was going to say no, that no, everything ever all at once threw a curveball into it. and But now we're kind of back. My know. draft? Yeah. yeah. On it. 
Anna's draft. I keep I keep thinking Anna. her name is Anna because you say Anna. <laughs> no, don't say Anna. Uh, that's what you I'm, say Anna. He says I think you say Anna. I don't know. No. Maybe I'm wrong. All right, uh, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Victoria's comedy now. I know there's one on this list that Victoria would love me to pick because it's one of her favorite comedies. Pick it, pick it. You, come on, pick it. You got come. Thirty nine. All right, fine. I'm, I'm gonna pick Good Boys. What the hell is that? No, that <laughs> what is that? Can't that? Be real. That's a that's a comedy from like two or three years ago with yeah. Jacob Tremblay <laughs> and the kid from. Uh, What's he from? Uh, I don't know, but that movie is hilarious. I will give that her that. Yes, it's not I like that. that I don't think that movie's very funny. I think it's pretty. Victoria thinks it's That's hysterical. It's like it was supposed to be like it was supposed to be like super bad, and yeah, it's just exactly. it's not super bad. It's, it's not, not that low rated. To be fair, it's like no, it's a pretty highly rated movie. I don't yeah. think it's that funny. I don't know if I've rated it even. I, I think it's good, but um, so I'll take uh, Emma's uh, sci-fi. Um, signs that counts as sci-fi. I right? love oh, signs. Does she, like signs? she loves signs. What I love signs. She showed me signs. It's um, a great pick. Emma's yeah, definitely so got she... the the deepest cut on these on these picks. Well, now her last couple are are very just like these are movies I'd consider she likes more. Uh, so we'll go with her. I I assume this this is the romance. Um, she's the man. Yeah, yeah. Is that the one we're trying to tell? Uh, no, sorry, Chris uh, Evans. It's it's the one with it's uh, not Chris Evans. No, Chris, uh, Channing Chris... Tatum. You're right. She's the man. What's Chris Evans? Though? Oh, I'm I thought... thinking of she's all that. No, yeah, that, that's the Addison Ray one. Right? That's that. Addison. Okay, Ray. Yeah, that's what I was saying. He's, he's all that. Is he's all that. Okay, yeah. he's, he's all that. That's the original Ray one. Yeah. 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 Okay. Shout out Addison Ray. Wait, which one's she's the man? He's the man is Amanda Bynes and Channing oh, Tatum. Yes, I've never yeah. seen. Oh, he's Channing Tatum. I've like seen. I've seen that plenty of times. That's the one with like, like soccer picture. player, right? Yeah. yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah. 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 That's that movie. Yeah. 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 Okay, I get that. All right, I'm gonna go with Victoria's uh, thr- for thriller and horror. Victoria actually kind of blessed me, so I'm gonna take her thriller first and go with uh, Shutter Island. Ooh, nice. Yeah, she she's a Leo stand. Um. I think Anna would hate me if I didn't. If I didn't pick Anna's romance, she would hate me. I'm gonna have to pick Mamma Mia, the first one. I mean, that's a good. That's a a, a good movie. I I haven't seen it in a long time, but I loved it. The soundtrack's a banger. Mamma Mia Two is better for me. Mamma Mia Two is miles better for me. It's not. No, that's so. Okay, my last two picks. So yeah, so. I guess I can go any order here. So the back-to-back picks: comedy, game night, and sci-fi alien. Is this Ooh. your draft? Yeah, yeah it's it's game night, La La Land of Can you can you read the screen? It's all bullshit. I will. I will say, like the one thing Emma and I disagree on the most is just movies in general. Yes, like her and I have the. No, I don't know if that's true. You're you're Anna's picking like Anna's. No, Anna's highest rated things are good, but then she has like George. You can back me up on this. You've seen some of Anna's ratings, the films I love. Yeah, like, they are. I mean, I've bad. seen them too. I follow her on Letterboxd. Good, good fellas at a two out of five. Damn, if you want to hate Anna, she has Empire Strikes Back at a one. I so, know, like, I know, <laughs> I know. I've seen the ratings. One, <laughs> silly, but I've seen them. That's a valid rating, Loki. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Ass. Is it me? Or is it all? It's me, it's isn't you. it? Yeah, it's you. Uh, so I've got oh com- comedy left. Okay. Anna for comedy, her favorite comedy would be 
Knives Out. Wow. Okay. Yeah, so pick, Victoria man. put Knives Out on my thrillers list. No. No. That's, no, right? Not a thriller. Okay. No. That's what I was thinking. I saw it and I was like, whatever. I got the other four, so it doesn't matter. But yeah, that's interesting. Is it me? Uh, it's me. No, it's George. Okay. Uh, what do I have left? Horror. Okay. Victoria horror. hates horror movies. So I think this kind of worked to my advantage because she's seen two recent and then she just kind of probably Googled best horror movies of all time. So I do have Jaws on my list and I will take Jaws. Has she seen it? Wait, wait. So know. you didn't ask her for like her, her first and then her backup? No, I just asked her to give me a list of five. So she hasn't seen it. Oh, fuck it. I wish I'd asked none of this. That's absolute bullshit. All right. You want me to, I could change my answer to something she's seen. I yeah, this list. To something she's seen. All right. Fine. Midsummer. She has yeah, seen uh, Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. I feel like Sam's got case 39, man. At least get the, 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 <laughs> Yeah, you know that's bullshit. Yeah, and for proof, I said my iron. Out. Fact, I didn't I didn't specify. I I, I meant favor, but I didn't specify. I feel like you have to have I feel like we should have gotten like their what they would pick in a draft. That's what I that's did. what I did. I, I asked right, number whatever, one. whatever, whatever. I just listen. Mid- I, don't is fine. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. All right. Um, lastly, lastly, she's got her comedy, and she's going with Legally Blonde. I haven't seen that. Thumbs up. It's a fun, fun time. Were there any backups that didn't get in your list? Raven. There were Crazy Stupid Love and Hot Fuzz for Anna were nearly comedies, but Emma's backups were Safe Haven, iRobot, Sinister. Oh, I robot. That's I've never, never really tried to dog you in this job. Uh, she she <laughs> had a walk to remember. Twenty one Jump Street. I would have liked more. Tom, Tom. Um, do you remember when you posted Emma's lowest ten ranked films? Yeah. that would have probably done better because that was like, <laughs> yeah, like, those are like her. Yeah, she the, she's got like Dune, The Social Network, like La La Land. She hates those movies. Yeah, she, yeah Interstellar's cool. on there. She hates Interstellar. <laughs> That's um, crazy. A movie her and I really yes. like. I uh, uh, now you see me the the old magic. Movie. Yeah, that's a good movie. Now you see me too is doo doo. But Victoria had a High School Musical. I could have picked that for romance for Josiah. Twilight and the Holiday. Is the Holiday the one that Hans Zimmer did? And I don't know. Yeah, why Hans Zimmer yeah, did. it is. I still haven't. Seen I've never it. seen that. Yeah, like as yeah. I sent you guys like the text text thread that I sent her. I just said like random movie, and she only gave me six. So she gave me two horrors. Only one I didn't mention was Watcher. Was she like was like oh if you need another one like Watcher, but yeah. So what, what would have happened if someone else picked like Prisoners or Hereditary? I would have had to just be like, what other movies of that genre does she like? But thankfully, yeah, I, I got three for each. Anna made sure Anna gave me like three for each because I thought, yeah, yeah. I didn't know if we were supposed to tell them that this was like a draft, so that's why I was like random instead of favorite because I didn't know. I thought it was supposed to just be like. I thought we were supposed to say for a draft. I was like, yeah. They, they want to win this for a draft. Yeah, Victoria. Victoria yeah, and was like knows what our audience is gonna take. For this, this was Victoria. These were Victoria's five sci-fi films: Back to the Future, Dune, The Matrix, Minority Report, and Transformers. <laughs> you should have taken Transformers. That got votes. Before. Yeah, that would have gotten votes, but no, nah, I took my favorite. Also, I Back, went, Back, Back to the Future is her uh, favorite of those five. Crazy Rich Asians. Don't you guys like that? I haven't seen it. Yet. I've never seen it. Have you not seen Tyler? Have you seen it? Yeah, Crazy yeah, Rich Asians is fantastic. Yeah, she really likes that. So yeah, she gave me Emma don't likes, worry, I think darling. You said, uh, you said Riley doesn't like. Riley it, right? did not like it at all. That's what, one of that's one of Emma's like top ten favorites, and um, 
or allegedly, I don't know. I made a video on it a while ago of her like favorites, and that's probably the only place her and I kind of overlap. Would you have taken MCU films in this? Depend on no, superhero. no, they're now superhero. Well, that's what I was asking. She did give me Thor Ragnarok. That's the number one sci-fi, but I said no. I would all, I would have before this counted that for like a comedy. Over but now, yeah, I guess so. but now there, it's comic a superhero. Movies are comic book movies and nothing else because George that's is a smart. dickweed. What are you talking about? Oh my god. That that I've never felt better about myself than posting that uh than when you posted that John genre draft to the to the real talk account because everyone agrees that Dark Knight is a fucking action. It is it's just but there's so many, it's like you have to That's separate. fine. That's why now comic book movies are comic book movies and that's it. All right. Every, I'm, every I'm comic book film Yes, they're nothing even, else. I even swear old, to God. Even old boy. Even Snowpiercer, yes. Wow. Oh okay. wait. Are those comic book movies? I didn't yeah, they know. are. Yeah, All right, that doesn't count. Is. Whatever. You're, I'm oh, talking well, now, MCU, no, DC. Now you're, playing, now, you're just now, you're play, now you're just making up rules. You guys are fucking. <laughs> do we want to? Do we want to give a recap? Then I'll write it down. Yeah, Tyler took La La Land. Or Riley. Riley, my fault. Took La La Land, Prisoners, Hereditary, Game Night, and Alien. Anna, Anna took Get Out, Everything Everywhere, Shaun of the Dead, Mamma Mia, and Knives Out. Victoria took Back to the Future, 10 Things I Hate About You, Good Boys, Shutter Island, and Midsummer. And Emma took The Silence of the Lambs, Case 39, Steins, She's the Man, Legally Blonde. Perfect. Perfect. As usual, go over to Twitter and vote on who you think won um, out of Anna, Riley, Victoria, and Emma. Shout out to our patrons. Again, please check out the patron tiers if there's any person that interests you to join the patron community. Special shout out to our exclusive. Ex- Executive producers as well, Albodi, Mac Wells, Marcellus, Maluti, Remy Walker, uh, Seven Mod, Jeffy, Ben, Ben Hansi, Benjamin Weish, Cameron Volker, Dean Pataman, Kar- you got this. Pataman, Kotamandius. I spoke, you know, I spoke to them about this as well. He said, he said everyone gets it wrong. Kota Manidis, Manidis, I'm saying that. Fernando for John Anderson, Jordan Gag, Reese David, Tobias Johnson, Will Kim, and Eunice BBX. As usual, if you've enjoyed the podcast, feel free to hit a like, uh, rate us on Spotify, because we are really reaching for those Spotify 1000 ratings mark. Uh, follow us on Instagram. TikTok will be a lot more active on there, posting the drafts and all the content at the moment, as well as on Instagram. And follow us on Twitter, because we're constantly updating the news on there as well. And Hopefully box. you've enjoyed the episode. And Letterbox, sorry, George, you've been updated there, haven't you? Follow us yes, on Letterboxd. Um, other than that, We'll speak to you all soon. Hopefully you've enjoyed the episode.